Hey guys, this is Alessio coming at you before the episode with some pretty good news. Um, so in true Metal Gear Mondays fashion, uh, one to two episodes after saying something on this show, we have to walk it back. Uh, we are no longer running the crowdfunding campaign for hate because hate is rebranding a little bit and we actually were able to get some connections through our benefactor in order to, uh, fund everything without having to do a crowdfunding. So that's awesome. Um, so if you heard the previous episodes and you're wondering where the hell is that Indiegogo page, uh, joke's on you. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, but you can go to forevernastronaut.com to check out more stuff on that, and I'm sure I will talk about it periodically throughout the show. Anyway, just wanted to point that out as soon as possible. Enjoy the show. Leon Del Monte visits an old friend. Walking through the halls of an aging and damaged old castle, Leon finds his mark amongst the ruins. Old friend, it's been far too long. Ah, I see you're still alive somehow, Del Monte. Whilst seeking revenge for the death of my entire bloodline, I stumbled upon some dark magics. What is it, Epog, that keeps your blood from turning to vinegar? Ah, 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 Epog? I have not heard that name in centuries, my immortal compatriot. Then, what is it the devil calls you these days? You can call me Rusain. The Dark Lord Raisin himself? I knew you were behind these wives' tales and rumors. (coughs) If you're here to dispatch me, then so be it. No, old friend. That would be far too easy. I want you to meet a new friend of mine. The California Raisin. They lost one of their own and are seeking a new member by volunteer or other methods. I heard it through the grapevine, mysterious stranger. No! Oh, also, twist, it's actually the year 2018. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, welcome to episode 85 of Metal Gear Mondays, a games club podcast that where we cover all things Metal Gear from top to bottom, left to right, inside and out in pseudo-historical recreational order. As always, I'm your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I am joined by... Sam Wright, and the sponsorships are back, ladies and gentlemen. This week I am sponsored by the crisp, cool, refreshing flavor of Caffeine-Free 7-Up, a lemon-life-flavored soda with other natural flavors. It's crazy, Sam. Uh, the fact that you're able to make that can opening sound with just your mouth is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's taking it to a whole new level. Uh, I'm also oh, yeah. I'm also joined by uh, Isaac Lim. That's Isaac Lim. And for the record, <laughs> I actually do hate Seven Up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you prefer? Do you have a preferred drink? Uh, I'm a fresca I mean, boy. If you were to give me a lemon lime choice, it would be Sprite. Ooh. Oh, man. No fresca? Fun fact for anybody who l- is within proximity of Isaac's Wi-Fi, the password is lemon lime. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. The I aggregator was, bots I'm, are going to really, track you down. <laughs> I'm really upset that nobody's biting on my fresca. 
Oh, Fresca's uh, it's, pr- pretty it's good. All good. It's all right. Uh, well, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for Yay! joining me. Uh, yeah, for those not in the know, this is the conclusion of our Castlevania Lords of Shadow trilogy, uh, which was originally supposed to be a... Duality? Duology. I don't know. Words. Um, (laughs) But because of length and bloat and other large words, uh, we uh, cut them up into three parts. So this is the finale. This is part three. We're taking it from the beginning of chapter seven to the end of the game. Before we do that, however, we do have some news. It's ironic that the word long is, is, is a short word. I agree. Yeah, it's shorter than short. I agree. Or the fact that yeah. Lisp has the a bunch of letter S's in it. Yeah. It has so, words that people with Lisps can't say. It's, uh, it's kind of fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, do you guys... Let's, it's uh, like Ray A. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Uh, so let's, uh, let's dive into the news. It's not too much this week, but let's cue that jingle here. It's time for new, new, new news. Metal Gear News! Yeah! And we're back. Uh, yeah, so uh, the only real news item that I have that hasn't been reiterated in previous episodes thus far, uh, again, as of 1113, uh, not really again, for the first time of me announcing the date that we're recording, as of 1113, 2018, uh, Hideo Kojima paid tribute to Stan Lee, who passed away yesterday mm-hmm. at 95 Stanley. years old. Which, like, father so I, was, I, was having a, I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers. It was like, oh, wow, that sucks that Stan Lee died. He was 95, though. Yeah, right. Kristen, Kristen's yeah. response was like, well, fuck, I kind of imagined that he would just live forever at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, not, Chances not are we are going to see, it's not the last of him, age. because I, I know in other Marvel films, they've already captured like 10 more Stan Lee appearances, apparently. Oh, yeah. His cameos. And like, it's to the point where I don't think like they're going to have like a photograph of Stan Lee in, in all of the movies going forward, or he's going to be in them going forward in some yeah. way. Because you can't just not have it without him. You know what I mean? Do you guys think that there's a child who exists on Earth today that will mistakenly think that Stanley is still alive because oh, of the gosh. cameos? Uh, Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are stupid. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so dumb. But the way that the Stanley ties into Metal Gear Canon, and the reason why it's not just Kojima tweeted out a picture and we're talking about it, um, notably, uh, Stanley appeared on stage at a games uh, awards show, or excuse me, at a games show in general, dressed as Revolver Ocelot uh, to help. Uh, he introduced himself as Revolver Ocelot uh, as part of sort of the MGS1 hype days. Correction, it was on stage for a Metal Gear Solid 3 presentation on G4. Look at that little nugget. That's pretty okay, cool. cool. Yes. And I just want to say sincerely, um, Stan Lee was such a, a, a great dude. Um, and he made so many like unforgettable worlds and characters and all kinds of stuff. Um, and he will be severely missed. And I hope that his estate got settled and handled properly and not uh, leached upon by vultures as was the case as he was entering his final years. Yeah, it's a real shame. There was a lot of like elderly abuse happening, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, also, for those not in the know, apparently Mary Jane Watson is based off of his wife. So uh, look at Stan. Uh, Stan's wow. wife passed away in 2017 from some sort yep. of complications, I think, due to a stroke. Um, so that's crazy that they were happily married since like the mid-40s. So, look at that. Yep. 
And now to make you feel better, let's talk about Castlevania Lords of Yeah, Shadow. let's do that. Real quick, real quick, I do want to throw in some internal news. If you are a $10 plus patron backer, uh, look for an exciting post mm-hmm. by the time you hear this in the early feed. That, that we ask you do not share. Correct. Please do not share. Anyway, with that mysterious enigma, so uh, let's dive into uh, Lords of Shadows, Lord. Shadow Lords, Lords of Shadow, Castlevanias. So, yeah. Isaac, could, hey. you were about to say something, so I'll let you do that, and then I'll I hit just, you with something else. I was just going to say all of them. Let's cover all of them. Yeah, let's cover all of the Castlevanias right now, top to bottom. <laughs> uh, <That's> right. <laughs> but, Isaac, uh, before hey. we dive into uh, what we're covering this episode, uh, could you, could we could we fumble a little bit on what happened? Let's rewind, oh, yeah, shall I think, we? I think there's a, there's a segment we like to do called Fumbling in the Dark with Isaac Lim. <laughs> Love it. Blah, 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 blah. Love it, live it, love it. <laughs> what, was, what was that noise you were making? He became a tiny shark. He became a little squallow. That was his that was his Lord of Shadow. His that's shadow right. his Lord of Shadow mode. Yeah. That's that was his, uh, Isaac's heavenly body left fled the earth and left behind mm-hmm. Shadow Isaac, otherwise known as Lil Squallow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well let's let's roll back to a time. When Hold we on. Were all uh, unless you cue the rewind record back backs backward spin sound effect. Can you, can you do it instead you? of that? Can you, can you cue the travel montage? Oh yeah, so we'll do travel montage again right here. <laughs> I'm actually going to include both of the sound effects. For hey, can we? Can Ooh, you we can do a travel montage in reverse. Oh yeah, oh, I'll do that one too. Right here. You got one, Isaac? Are we queuing up a storm right now? No, like queuing I'm up just, a playlist for Spotify? Can we just queue up? I, I want to hear um, the sexy saxophone that Sam had. <laughs> yeah. <for us>. <laughs> <laughs> I can I get that. exactly five seconds of Sandstorm? <laughs> no, not Sandstorm. You said the saxophone. <laughs> I know, but I want some Sandstorm. All right, so okay. and, hold on. So this is Sandstorm. And if we do it, only... F- hold on. It's the sandstorm for first. patrons right here, and then this is saxophone for everybody else right here. 
fuck it. Whatever. Perfect. Well, if we only do five seconds, so we won't get kicked off of Spotify. I don't want to. I don't want to chance it. Okay. Just do like a little That's splurt. Fine. Nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did we do last time, Isaac? What did we talk about last time? All right. We're rolling it back to a time that was simple. All right. Mm-hmm. Wait. What's simpler than the times that this game takes place in? <laughs> These times aren't simple, SEO. These were <laughs> shadow we got, times. We got Donald Trump bears for sale on the television. We got. <laughs> we're in we're in hell right now, but yeah, I, I think I know where you're getting. We're in the depth of the Helmuth. Correct. Oh man! All right. Anyway, so um, last time we uh, covered. Oh, this is going to mess me up because you split me up. So I don't know where you're going to split. <laughs> you split me up. Well, we didn't do one. Just do all of it because we didn't do one on the part two episode because we split it up. Oh, you're yeah. right. I totally forgot. So, um, because there wasn't one a fumbling segment in the last episode, you'll get a twofer here. Are you fumbling right. through your fumbling in the dark right now, Isaac? Yep. I'm going to fumble all over you, Alessio. Whoa, baby. Damn. What the fuck? Hey, so for $10 patrons, you can go to patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays to watch all of that fumbling. Hey. It, guys, you guys want me to start a fumble podcast? <laughs> it's just Isaac, <laughs> Isaac trying to say something for an hour. I might listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac. Sorry. Continue. All right, somebody, so somebody in their car is fucking screaming at the top of their lungs right now. <laughs> oh man! Hey, last weekend, this is what we did. We didn't really record on a weekend. Shit. <laughs> 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 They don't know this that. This is going right? off the rails. Alessio, they don't know that. <laughs> Last weekend at Isaac's. <laughs> we, weekend at Isaac's. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me get back on track. Um, we covered Lords of Shadow, part one. Mm-hmm. And part two. We, and two, which consisted <laughs> of chapters one, two, three, four, five, and six of Castlevania. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> This is is this the textbook <laughs> definition of what we missed last episode? Yep. He can't he can't read, but he certainly can count. If Yikes. you uh, if you want to know in more detail about what those uh, what were in those chapters, you'll just have to uh, re-listen to the episodes. Check out episodes wow. eighty three and eighty four. Metal Gear Mondays. Isaac pulled that. It took Isaac eighty five episodes <laughs> to pull the listen to last week's episode card. <laughs> Let the record show. He finally found the deepest, darkest secret of the, of the oh, segment. Yeah. Over a hundred hours into this show. He's getting, he's getting too smart for his own good. We're going to have to retire the segment soon. Otherwise, yeah. what do we have left? That's true. What else do we have, guys? Wow. Uh, so, anyway. I guess real quick recap. We learned about Gabriel Belmont. Uh, we learned that he has more neck than any other part of his body. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Sir Patrick Stewart fought some colossi from Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is what? Zabumafu? Yeah, Zabumafu. Karen, yeah, yeah, uh, David Duchovny's wife from Californication was there, but she was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary or Marie is her name. I do recall. Very nice. Uh, we met a weird uh, orphan girl with a robot master. Uh, Mute we killed, we killed her. We killed her and her robot master. Yeah, we killed her and the robot master and got a robot hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> the very then, evil robot hand. Yeah, and then we fought a butcher demon, and that was where we stopped. Well, you forgot about the wolf boy and the big eagle. 
Yeah, Wolf Boy, Big Eagle. And, fought, uh, don't forget fought, about Ghost Horse. Ghost Horse, yes. We fought, we fought King Dog, and we killed King Dog, and then we flew on a big old eagle, a very rude eagle. And we then, killed a witch made out of crows. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of crows that sounded like bats, and then we rode a ghost horse, and then killed a butcher boy, and then we are doing this now. Yeah, and it all looked like garbage, Darksiders, big puffy Gears of War boys, because uh, Western developers don't know how to art direct. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Come at me. At me on Twitter, goddammit. I'll fight you. Oh, you're but, actually uh, asking to be added. Oh, shit. Look at that. How the times, they a-change. Uh <laughs> They but yeah, so n- now we're here. Now we're halfway through the game. We're at the top of Chapter 7. We don't have generalities to cover, so this is not going to be another four-hour extravaganza. Um, we're going to talk about the game, and then towards the end, we're going to talk about the DLCs that we did not play. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I, I can confirm. I can confirm Isaac and myself uh, are copies of Lords of Shadow, otherwise known as... <laughs> so uh, our Ultimate Edition came uh, stacked to the brim with two DLC episodes at the end, and the game doesn't do a very good job of letting you know that's DLC. It's just kind of like press A to continue. Yeah, I thought it game. was part of the game, to be yeah. honest. Which uh, kind of led to me uh, not really liking it all that much, per a conversation that me and Sam had. But uh, taken as DLC, it's, uh, it's, it's okay. It's more of the same. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the game. Chapter 7, Balcony. Part 1, Balcony. I guess level yeah. 1. I don't know why I've got it split up in my notes as part 1. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's post-Butcher. Uh, interestingly enough, these little load screens that they're using as Band-Aids, we learn more about the ecosystem fueling this castle because I definitely wanted to know how this castle operates. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zol- Zolbeck, Zol- Zobeck, Zobeck. I keep saying Zolbeck, Zobeck. It's all the same. Yeah, he uh, tells us essentially that uh, vampires uh, feed dead bodies to the ghouls and then feed on the ghouls and then use the dead bodies to feed more ghouls, blah, 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 blah. Which um, feels so backwards. Why not just eat the people that you're the dead bodies? Because people are gross. Yeah. Ghouls on the ghouls other are pre- Those ghouls are pretty fucking disgusting. Yeah, they're pretty gross. In not in a hot taste. way or a cool way or like a oh shit way, but just kind of like in a ugh. In a hot way. <laughs> I, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Zobek says as well that the Dark Lord of Shadow has the ability to cast Glamour on Gabriel and that we should be worried, but I don't think you should be worried because it just never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, I did really quickly want to put down a sort of a quick thing, quick mention. I don't think we mentioned it before. Um, I did... Uh, Oh, so I went and played better Castlevania games a little bit between recordings, and I realized that the Vampire Hunter, which is the name for the crucifix that Gabriel has or whatever, the Battle mm-hmm. Cross, um, it uh, it is actually the name of the whip of the Belmont family in the uh, original games. So look at that. Mm-hmm. Cool. What'd also, whatever the fuck that Vampire General, his name was in Chapter 5. Rocks. What's um, it? What is it? What? Or Browner, Browner. Yeah, he, him, and his brother, who we will meet here shortly, um, are actually they both appear in uh, Castlevania, like the main games. Yep. 
um, yep, yep. as cool. do some of the other bosses. I was actually kind of surprised by that because I didn't think that this game uh, dabbled too much in the original source material, but I think they did. Eh, it was all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then we battle the sword masters again here. Um, I... First things first, I want to I want to give credit to this to this level for having just a real A plus aesthetic. Oh, the music here is fucking sick too. The by mu- the way, the music is great. The camera, like the ca- intro shot panning through the hallway and out into the snowy castle, is great. A+. Yeah, yeah. I will I will say, unless specified otherwise, uh, as we push through this last half of the game, uh, the environments and the music are actually really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm going to point out a couple creature designs. There were a couple creature designs that I was like, oh, my God, this is really good. Yeah, they got like the, like so the way that I've been explaining it. So I'm I'm going to be a little bit more positive throughout this section than I was on the last two parts. Um, but the way that I ex- <laughs> the way that I explained it to Alessio as we were playing or as I was playing to to like finish the game was that. It felt like after a certain point, and my specific point is chapter eight, they like woke up and were like, Oh fuck, we were supposed to make a good game and then they <laughs> they made it they made a they made a pretty okay game and then forgot to fix they didn't have time to fix the rest of it. Yeah, it's weird. Typically it's the other way around, right? Like typically you think people would like front load the better shit and then yeah. like as the budget and the schedule keeps going that they slowly mm-hmm. start to like either run out of time or run out of money. Yeah. Um, but in this game, it's kind of weirdly backwards, and it makes me wonder if the front half got made after the back half. Mm. But also, well, feels- I want to point oh, out, God. like, the first six chapters had, each one had at least, like, four or five or more levels. Oh, yeah. I think Some chapter two has, like, seven or eight parts. Yeah, but then yeah. the second half, I think all of them had, like, between two and four. Yeah, I tops. think four was the max... So I think they like tightened that down, which made it feel better almost. Either yeah, they mm-hmm. got lazy and they're like, ah, we only need two levels. Or yeah, the, or the last chapter in particular is up. just like, fuck it, here you go, yeah, <laughs> here you go. It's just called Final Fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that seems copyright. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody uh, somebody forgot to rename the level after it passed through QC. They're just like, uh, mm. uh whatever. <laughs> It's like all a lowercase, like final underscore fight dot exe. <laughs> it's like what? Um, that would even that would make it like I think if like you did that and then it just became like this meta, like we're hacking into the world of Castlevania. Oh God. At the end of the game, I think it would make it like the best game of all time. Yeah, and it would have predated like the three hundred indie games that were going to do that a couple years later. Hmm. Hack the planet. Yeah, not specifically hack Castlevania, the- but just like the hack meta contact hack the vania hack the vania um hashtag hack the vania yes um but uh this level kind of commits uh something that i think is horribly wrong and has happened before uh there's an off-screen ledge that requires you to backtrack to obtain a key Mm -hmm. i really hate that this game actually does it a couple times before the end where Mm -hmm. it'll hide specific shit that you need to progress like behind the camera yeah and you're just like how in the fuck was i supposed to know like specifically when we get to the uh i almost said the grave of the giants that is a tomb of the giants is a dark souls level uh i think it is like the The, cemetery of the titans or whatever uh oh my god does somebody need a lesson on visual design because i Mm -hmm. got lost so much 
Yeah. Um, Some of the foggy area. Yeah, Not with like all, the, all like, the like. It's the jumping crumbled. shit. Like it fell in that poison water so much. And you move yeah. so slow, and it's so hard. We'll we'll get oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just, I hated that part. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll um. <laughs> Cliff notes. Isaac hated it. Moving on. Um, <laughs> but no. So anyway, I mean, there's not much to say about this this part. If I'm being totally honest, I mean, uh, it's the, very short. Like it's a very short. You yeah. have to jump down, grab a key, and then jump up and go through the gate. And the gate leads to, for some reason, a walled off window. Correct. Which whatever. Uh, don't forget about what's in the room. We have uh, fucking puppets galore, baby. Um, uh, it's foreshadowing. Oh yeah, some gore shadowing. Um, <laughs> we have a bunch of like what looks like uh, it's almost like giant Mister Bubbles dolls from Bioshock. <laughs> uh, it's just like a bunch of like big stuffed big daddies and creepy, creepy clowns and stuff. Um, but there's actually yeah. kind of neat little puzzle. It's this little ball dropping puzzle. It's yeah. like a little pachinko well, or not pachinko. Um, plinko. Yeah, pink plinko. It's a peggle. You're playing peggle. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, one thing I wanted to make note of is, Sam, you were absolutely not wrong. Uh, these fucking Swordmasters drop entire stones on death. Mm-hmm. Um, Told you. And then you stopped using them on the bosses and realized that the mobs was better. Yeah, I did that, too. And it was uh, mm-hmm. way easier. The game became mm-hmm. a cakewalk. Except for except for at the end of this chapter. Oh, this chapter. yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, this little ball puzzle, did you guys have a good time with it? I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. Essentially, you drop the little ball, it turns a little lever, and the goal is to get all the red levers to turn green. So you kind of have to like drop it through a few different key spaces. I picked up on it pretty quickly. Did you guys have any trouble with it? I did not uh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> so matter of fact. Tell me why. Tell us why. It was just... the. The the solution was just very um, not to me. It wasn't good. It was like I don't know if this will spoil it to any listeners, but the first I one mean, you the, drop. They've gotten the this left. far. I think spoiler alert is up. Like we're, <laughs> yeah. we're getting in pretty deep. Well, if you don't want me to 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 ruin the puzzle for you, the answer was you put it in the left one first, and then a whole bunch in the middle, and then the right one. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's okay. Isaac's like, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much it. I will say it, the the concept of it wasn't like complicated or bad. I, I actually didn't mind it. I just, but I did feel like I was just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall when I was doing it. Just like I'll put this here now. I, <laughs> I kind of lost myself on it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those ones where. Uh, I guess unlike the chess game, so the chess game like auto clears when you pay to do it, mm-hmm. uh, or to lose the experience or whatever. I mm-hmm. I did the I did the give me the hint and let me lose all of my experience maybe once during this back half of the game. I don't know how the fuck they would do this one without just like solving it for you, right? Um, I'm, so I'm not I'm sure. No clue. But anyway, oh, so that's had- how they um when you pay to solve, pay to win. <laughs> yeah, pay to win. That's how they do. They they don't actually solve it for you. They just kind of give you a hint. Yeah. So I thought they solved it, but it yeah, turns out that was just on the chess game. How what it actually does for the other ones is you just get like a sketch sketchbook drawing of the order in which to win the puzzle. Oh. And like it seems kind of like a shitty trade off because it's like why am I going to spend all the experience to just still have to go through the motions and do the to puzzle? Do yeah. Um. Which, like, I'm not saying, like, I just don't know why they even included it in the game, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I mean, include a hint system, but like, don't go all or nothing. Like, it feels kind of like you're punishing anybody who just needs a hint. Mm. But yeah. Anyway, uh, we enter part two: the electric laboratory. Sam, can you tell me whose lab this is? It's literally Frankenstein's lab. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a facsimile of Frankenstein. It's not nope. like like Frankenstein or like Frankenstein or whatever. It's they it's, would it's do actually that too. fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, um, and I will say, uh, in the history of Castlevania, they ape on the Universal monsters a lot. Like in the original yeah. games, there's just like mummies and Frankenstein's and Dracula's, and yeah, <laughs> somebody's real, somebody's gonna get real mad at you because because you just said Dracula's and Dracula's one person, and you just oh, said I'm, Frankenstein's, I'm, and I'm Frankenstein aware. was the doctor. I'm aware. Rah, 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 don't at me. Oh no, good. Uh, let's see a Summerfield impression. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why I said you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially, uh, based on the little bit of expo- exposition we get from uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, who's being uh, surely underpaid for reading this garbage, uh, <laughs> the Vampire Queen took Frankenstein and used him as a feeding bank indefinitely, forever, for some reason. And yet we never see him, I don't think. Uh, I had this like assumption that the thing that was inside the spider was him. Yeah, but then you encounter the spider like three more times. Well, well, yeah, but like, well, only you only encounter it twice, and the thing is inside of it both times. Oh, okay. I actually kind of so, like that fight, but we'll talk about it. I think there's. Uh, I don't some, like this first one. I like yeah, the there's something one. else we need to talk about, which is I think one of the most egregious design decisions mm. in this entire game. Uh, why the fuck do I need to jump, punch a button on the floor precisely? Not only several rooms at a time in order to get through this crazy puzzle, but also you're going to start testing me on how to do it at the drop of a hat to fight a boss. Mm-hmm. Sam, yeah. can you tell us a little bit about your experience with this? Because it seemed like you were equally frustrated. I fucking hated this. So, Did you find a trick? All, it sounds like you found a trick when you were texting I did. me. What's the trick? Like it, in like chapter 11, like in the 11th hour, I figured out Literally how to do the it. Literally the 11th hour. The 11th hour. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so to do this, so you have to run up to it, jump, like, a click before, and then, like, hold down and press the punch button immediately. Interesting. Yeah, I... It's uh, very, like, it's very strangely precise, but it, but once I figured it out, it worked every time. The, the crazy part is they let you rotate Gabriel in midair during the punch. Yes. And that really fucks me up. Yeah, the, 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 the way you do it, like, that's not reliable at all. The way you have to do it is you have to come at it from the angle you want and then don't mess with his positioning in the air. Gotcha. So for those of you at home who are not playing or choosing not to play or, uh, hi, Rachel, uh, you are listening, uh, <laughs> even though you have no, uh, experience whatsoever with this game or this <laughs> franchise, um, just because you're an awesome person. So thank you. Um, you in this scenario are dealing with a maze of Tesla coils, Mm-hmm. And in order to trigger certain testicles to go off and certain ones to come on to kind of make your way through a maze, you are having to jump punch buttons on the ground exactly in their mm-hmm. dead center to trigger things and now, to move. And now here's the shit thing about it, too, is that this jump ground pound punch is not just a thing he can do. That isn't a thing you have to buy with experience. Oh, so I didn't you know that. Yeah. So if you haven't, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, please do at me and let me know. But I'm pretty sure you have to... I remember buying this ability with experience. So if you're going through here and you don't have this ability, 
you you're and you don't have enough yeah, experience you to, to bite your fucking hose. You have to yeah, you have to leave, grind, come back. Oh yeah, my favorite combination it, of things: leaving, grinding, yeah, and, and then coming back. It seems like a really bad design choice, which is why now I'm not sure if that's actually the case. But I I recall in my brain having to buy it. So if that's not the case, um, please let me know. But I, I'm pretty sure it's the case. Yeah, if you weren't doing the Alessio Summerfield method of, oh, I just have all this experience that I don't really want to do anything with, and you were just buying fucking everything just to make numbers go away, <laughs> um, you uh, might get here and be unable to progress. So just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we kind of, like, I don't want to sit here and sketch out exactly what these solutions are, so I don't really know um, what to do, what to really mention besides this boss, the one thing I did want to point out on my notes is that the solution that you get for paying with experience points, and I'm not too proud to admit, I got to this uh, puzzle, I knocked out the first few rooms, and I was like, okay, I get it. I just want to pay. To they just pro- get like more buck wild. As yeah, they go. I was like, I just want to pay to progress for, from like a time standpoint. Like, I get the puzzle. I'm already like fucking twenty hours in or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pay the toll and and walk. Um, maybe like maybe that's why we have this like DLC like loot box craze now. So they were just like, hmm, Castlevania Lords of Shadow. They released that game, and you could pay with your experience points. Let's try that with actual money. Oh no. Yeah, but why would you, I don't. Why am I paying to beat a game? Like 100 that like it's supposed to be fun to beat. Um mm-hmm. But anyway, uh yeah, so I was like You're paying it. to beat a game when you buy a game unless you That's true. <laughs> it's supposed to be oh, the act shit. of beating it that you're paying for. That. <laughs> um anyway, uh anyway, I um I got several rooms in. I was like I get it. I 100% I feel like I've mastered this puzzle. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and pay for the solution or whatever, just to kind of truck on through to see what's next in the game. Um, and however, one of the things that I realized is when you pay, the only solution they give you is to the final room. So of course I was a room before the final room and I was looking at the solution and I was like, this does not track to what I'm looking at. Like I literally sat there, probably wasted more time being like, how in the fuck (laughs) does this diagram represent where I am? (laughs) Um, And then I got through it, and instantly when I got into the last room, I was like, oh. Uh, But still found the diagram to be really uh, generally unhelpful, and I actually ended up doing the puzzle by myself and not getting any of the experience. So thanks, game. And me. I don't know. I'm just mad. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Sam, tell us about the spider ribbit. Yeah, so... um, you You do a little bit of stuff. You have to break down a wall... Um, and then, uh, uh, you, fuck, what am I trying to say? I mean, essentially the spider mask, you you break the wall, and then, yeah, no. So you collect this like red gem or this like shiny red thing that's in this room. And then as you collect it, this giant robot scorpion death machine, um, bust out of a pile of rubble that Gabe is just really intent on focusing on for some reason. Yeah, he's doing the classic, like, I'm going to look at this car that's about to hit me and just not mm-hmm. do anything, Gabe thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, it, as far as I remember, there wasn't a noise that happened that would cause him to look oh, in that yeah. direction. He's just staring. He was just staring at this pile of rubble, and then that apparently triggered this giant spider thing to burst out of the ground. And there's this weird little, like deformed thing inside of its dome piece that I thought might be Frankenstein. Uh, it's Quato from Total yeah. Recall. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> huh, but this this is shit. Oh. So. 
Yeah, so so here's the thing about the boss fight. Essentially, you kind of tank and spank this guy like you would any of the other bosses. You just uh, either taking the hits and swap it. So, like, I don't know. Towards the end of this game, whenever my light magic meter got so high um, from finding gems and stuff, um, I literally would just throw on the light magic and just fucking eat hits and just keep punching um, because you're healing yourself the whole time. Um, and so I got this guy, you get him down to a certain amount of health. However, once he gets a certain amount of health, they very discreetly in air quotes, um, place him underneath a giant laser. And it becomes pretty evident that you have to ground punch a button, uh, at a, at a moment's notice. Uh, keep in mind the window here is probably about a second, maybe two seconds. It's very small. It's a pretty small window. If you miss this button once, you really have like one other shot at the button. And somehow I told Sam this, I missed the button every time except I got it exactly in the millisecond before he got back up every time. Mm-hmm. So, so I would miss while. it. I would miss it. I would panic. I would jump. I would get it right as he was standing Ooh, up, and yeah. I did it three times in a row. And you're a and lucky this, son of a bitch. And then this little second that you miss it, he um, regenerates like half of his health. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, then you I have went, to do it all over again. Yeah, I went through that so many fucking times because I just couldn't get the fucking ground pound to do what I wanted. Ground and the big pound. the big shit about it is, too, is that when you're in combat, the ground pound automatically wants to aim towards enemies. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I think that's why yeah. I missed the first time every time because I would wind it up. And as soon as I'd let go, Gabe would move towards the boss. And then eventually mm-hmm. – and this might have been how you, uh, how you do the trick that you're talking about. I would just release it quick enough to where he wouldn't auto-lock. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be. Yeah. It is rough, man. I think second to the final boss, which I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now, I almost had a, an Alessio's going to throw the fucking controller across the room situation with the final boss. <laughs> um, there's a certain sequence of things that happened that I just kept having to knock the guy down, watch him heal himself while I couldn't get to him to initiate the interaction, and just rinse and repeat for way too long on the final boss. That's what, that's what the, see, see, that's what this felt like for me. Yeah. The final boss felt like, like this for you. Yeah, I think the timing on that final boss just really, I don't know what it was. I might, I could not comprehend when to switch, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac, did you have, did you have trouble with this too? Like, how, how did you feel about these buttons? Because... Um, I kind of feel bad because I had a little bit of trouble, but it sounded like, like you I guys, <laughs> you guys had a real bad time <laughs> with this. <laughs> to me, it was, it was not, it was. I mean, it wasn't that fun, but like it was, um, not terrible. I don't think. Listen to MLG Pro Isaac over here. Well, Dude, I'm also I, everybody gets their time to shine, and this is Isaac. <laughs> I'm also on easy, so here we are. Hey, I was on easy too. Don't 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 wave that in my face. <laughs> easy doesn't I, adjust this. Easy just makes you take more hits, Isaac. So the ground yeah, pound. Easy, easy isn't easy. Easy's not <laughs> easy fun. isn't easy like other easies. Correct. So for me, the ground pound was like I like at first I, I was doing the same thing where I would miss it every single time and have to do it all over mm. again. But I noticed that. If you stand, if you're just like directly over the button and you do it, then you'll hit it. What? How does that work? Gabe like launches forward. How'd you get him to go straight yeah. down? Um. Oh, I know what you guys are doing. You guys are doing a punch. Oh which is my fucking god! If you Wait, how, how are you doing it? Like, he does like an actual pound to the ground. Wait, how? What? I think instead I of hitting, instead of um, 
doing uh, like left trigger and X. left trigger X. You do left trigger Y. <gasps> Fuck off! <laughs> I was oh. like, you guys are. <laughs> I don't want to talk maybe about this game something. anymore. Can we just stop? Oh. <laughs> Isaac, moving forward, if you could just keep that kind of shit to yourself. Uh, yeah, just keep that great. shit to yourself. I didn't know you guys. I'm angrier now than I was playing it. That is not your fault, sweet Isaac, but I'm just so mad at myself and at this fucking video game. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, so keep in mind real quick, this game that over-tutorializes fucking, like, walking... Yes. Uh, doesn't even give you a button prompt for this or anything. No, it's just I like agree. there's a note on a dead body that's like, maybe if I punch the floor. <laughs> uh, and and I there's can't just remember. so many, there's so many button combinations. I can't remember how that's I figured thing that it, it out. This game does the only way that you've known to punch the floor in the past has been to fucking do the thing with the punch. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. Isaac, I don't do you know remember how having to buy this ability or was it, or do you? What? The ground pound. Do you remember having to buy that ability or? See, that's the thing. I don't remember. I don't know if I bought it or not. I think um, it comes with the fist when you get the fist. From that's what I think. That that, that's right. what I think is probably yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So part three, chromatic observatory. Fuck. Um, yeah. So this, uh, I don't know, man. I've got oh, a note no, here no, no. that like. Wait, wait. Before before we do that, I want to talk about how um, after you kill the boss, um, there's a cutscene where a rat presses a button on accident, gets fried to death, and then clears the way for you to complete the rest of the puzzles. That's so right. You can leave the I forgot about that. Leave the level. <laughs> yeah. Um it's which is just up. like how how random is this chance that this rat would kill itself? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What would have happened if the rat didn't show up? I have a quick question. Is this uh-huh. puzzle impossible for colorblind people? Oh shit. Quite possibly. Because it's using red and blue. I think those things don't register, right? Or am I thinking of green and red? I think it's green. I know red and green is a type of colorblind. I don't know if red and blue is, but gotcha. maybe somebody who's colorblind can tell us That's about true. that. I think there might be. This game actually has like a pretty decent amount of uh, options under the hood for like turning on mm-hmm. health meters and all this other shit. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if there was like a good colorblind mode in here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry yeah. that we didn't inspect deep enough into the accessibility features, but anyway. Also, I did, I did inspect deep enough into the costume features. Oh, though. yeah. Have oh, you beat geez. it? What were you saying, Isaac? I was just going to say, can we talk about the the men in black thing that happens? I mean, with the with the Spider-Man. The um, men in black what? thing that happens. Yeah, there's like this weird uh, brain creature that crawls into like the cockpit of the oh, spider. Yeah, yeah Sam mentioned Yeah, that's, that's what I think is Frankenstein. Oh, that's who you thought was Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yucky. Like he's been he's been Camilla's like slave this whole time, and so he's just like this weird like quado looking creep. Okay, thing. I wonder if it says that in the in the book because I know the book gives you information on all the enemies and stuff. I wonder if the little oh book... shit it might. Huh. Yeah, we didn't. We fucked up. Um... <laughs> oh, and then as you leave the level, the robot twitches back to life. Oh yeah, creepy. Oh, no. Anywho's it. Um, so Patrick Stewart here yeah. does a really, really uh, yeah. Zad- Zaddy Warbucks. As yeah, Zaddy Warbucks fights hard to try and convey how tired and worn out Gabriel is, but I wish the game would just show me the fatigue instead of telling yeah. me. Yeah, he's fucked. He, he doesn't sleep and he's fucked all the way up and very angry. And that this next puzzle might break him for good. Oh yeah. I, I actually, so here's the deal. I actually kind of enjoyed this puzzle. So you you. I enter, liked it. I liked. I thought it was cool. Yeah. So they they get a little bit more inventive. You enter this room where the whole goal is you're using this room as sort of like a wheel 
and you go down these different spokes. And as you go down each spoke, you get a new lens that's colored a different way. And by setting up the colors in this machine, it shines a light through the lenses, and the color of the light determines what doors are opened or if you mm-hmm. accidentally awaken some of the uh, animated armors or what have you in this hallway. Um, it's pretty neat. Um, I don't know before sort of the cutscene stuff starts to happen with the um, – what is her name? Camilla? No. Laura. Camille? What's the – nope. Laura. Yes. Before Laura yeah. shows up, was there anything too terribly much that you guys want to talk about with this puzzle? I mean there's some climbing sections. Most of these rooms kind of spill out into combat arenas where you have to fight a bunch of sword masters before you can kind of take the prize and go back. Did you guys, mm-hmm. Was there anything notable that jumped out at you guys? Um, I had a little bit of trouble with like the dashing around the square thing because I, I didn't, I forgot about holding down the L2 button to like speed forward. But yeah, other than that, there's those tiles that come back, the sort of the evil shadow magic armor dashing tiles where uh, essentially (laughs) there's some arrow arrows that point in a specific direction and you just kind of have to dash before the fire leaves the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I had a little bit of trouble, but I figured it out eventually, and then it helped me better in the rest of the game, which is what a good game should do. Um, Very nice. But I, I don't have anything else to say from that unless Isaac has something. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> I don't. I only did half of these <laughs> doors. Oh, for sure. I, <laughs> I didn't know. So, so I, I don't know why. I ended up doing, I think, the four. So there's four major doors. Yeah. Um, I think there's one bonus door. And then um, behind one of the suits of armor is a um, – it's either a light or a shadow magic crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I uh, kind of breeze A couple it. of the major reasons to go through the um, some of the doors um, doesn't, like, make sense for you to do until you have the wings. Oh, correct, yeah, which we'll get a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of go through this main door. I believe it's like a magenta-colored door, if I remember correctly. Um, purple. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me, royal purple. Yes. Um, but Laura comes back, um, and she brought some of her boogeyman-looking Nightmare Before Christmas dolls with her. Yeah, um, animated, they kind of look like Devil May Cry animated. Oh, 100%. I yeah, like the Scarecrows. million percent got that. Yeah, they look pretty yeah. cool. Um yeah, they're all kind of stitched together and kind of walking yeah. crazy. And I, I really enjoyed this fight, actually. Um, if, if anything, it actually pushed me to better engage with the combat system. So I actually found a combo that I really, really enjoyed, and I ended up using it a lot. Um, for those of you playing on a PlayStation controller, um, it is a square, square, triangle, triangle. And then if you jump, so it's like light attack, light attack, room attack, room attack. And then if you jump, you'll actually do like a corkscrew attack into the air. And then mm-hmm. what I would do is hit R2 or right trigger to, like, grapple the enemies down below and kick them on the way down. And then as I was coming out of it, I would hit square, square again uh, while I was in the air. And then I would finish with the uh, charge punch that me and Sam were doing to hit the buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing those, that combo, that kind of rotation, I was able to do that full rotation twice on each of these boogeymen and wipe them wow. out pretty fast. It was pretty sick, man. I don't know. It was cool. It looked really flashy. I was like, "Shit, the, dude, I, I got it." I locked it in. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to like understand, like reconcile the fact that if the combo system is actually deeper than we thought it was, or if we were it, just bad at it. It's okay. Both. It's not bad. I think unfortunately, the game. I really wish so. Bayonetta does this really cool thing, where between every level, while it's loading, you're kind of left mm. in a void with Bayonetta. You can practice the combos. Yeah, and you can practice the combos, and it shows the combo inputs to the right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wish this game would have done something like that because honestly, until I decided to jump in the middle of like my regular like let me mash square and triangle a bunch, um, I didn't even realize that I could like combo into the air, combo out of the air, and just keep it going. Um, and there's some pretty cool ones too where you like hit triangle a couple times and then hold it, and he'll do this kind of like infinite whip, and then as soon as you let go, he'll end it on like a big charge smash. There's, I mean, there's yeah. some cool moves. Yeah, I started seeing the point of actually buying some of that weird shit, so... Yeah, on the bosses, I don't know... Like, it worked better with the enemies, because on the bosses, midway through half of these fucking combos, they're going to block or they're going to charge at you anyway. Yeah. Um, But with the regular enemies, it's pretty cool to kind of experiment and stuff like that. I don't know if you got to this point in in this this battle, Alessio, but um, this battle also sees the return of the goo from the Black Knight battle. Yep, yep. So if you... I think it's on the last few puppets the black goo will kind of materialize underneath them and kind of chase you as well. But I think since I was in the air for a lot of those combos, it didn't really affect Mm. me too much. Um, And the other thing about this battle too, is that you have to beat them down and use the grapple finisher on them. Otherwise they just keep on coming back. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, so here's, here's what I figured out because I was very, I, I, I was still like really kind of seething from the button chapter. Oh yeah. And or level. And, um, I just wanted to get it over with, so I summoned the titty demon, um, <laughs> and then they just came back. Oh, I, like, I see. God, I see. Huh. you had you have to do the grapple and like kill the spirit inside of them, and then they'll stop coming. But you the but so you yeah. can you, you can end it just by killing the three of them. Yeah, you yeah. pulled the little boogeyman bug out of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so essentially, whenever you get done with this, Laura kind of like Senator Palpatine's you. She like oh hits yeah you with the fucking electric and, hands. And then the scene that this game has not earned at this point. Um, He's being electrocuted, and Laura's like, I don't want to play anymore, and starts killing the fuck out of him. Um, And then Marie shows up and just tells him to keep fighting, and Gabe says, I've done questionable things. And And then Laura's like, like, oh my god, they're in love, I'm sad now, get out of here, Gabriel. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck is happening? She says she she envies them both and doesn't want to play anymore, and the chapter ends. Yeah. I just thought it was hilarious that he said, I've done questionable things. (laughs) Yeah, and I I like how she's just like... No matter who you are, who you are, where you've been, where, where you're, you're from. Um, yeah, but it really drives me nuts because if I were her, I would have been like questionable. What kind of questionable? Uh, like, are we talking some like R. Kelly shit? Like, what have you done? Oh, fuck. Because um, depending on the answer, I would have fucking gotten out of there, dude. I would have been like, I'm going to heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah but, I'm no longer tethered to this world. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, see ya, baby. Uh, maybe the questionable thing is the fact that you, spoiler alert, killed your fucking wife and didn't know about it, you sick whoa, fuck. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, hey. We don't know that yet. Not so quick. Sorry. All right, chapter Damn, eight. Alessio. Chapter eight, part <laughs> one, should... outer, outer Wall. But yeah, yeah that so Zangief's pre-level narration here. <laughs> fuck, um, how did I not do that one yet? I don't know. I, I, I It's a stroke of genius and I don't get it. But... Um, it started like really solemn and sweet and then it got real hardcore it's like um essentially he goes like a child's love is precious and perfect and also i hope this kid's okay we murder the fuck out of her mom like yeah he just he's got it out for camilla he does not like camilla he literally says i wonder uh, uh this is is it laura or is it camilla oh camilla's the mother right 
Yeah, Camilla's yeah, yeah. like the, the, the lord. So he's like, I wonder what will happen when we send her mother to the pits of hell. Yeah. <laughs> My note was just ruthless. Yeah. Metal <laughs> AF. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but yeah, so Vampire Land is uh, taking way longer than Werewolf World. I just want mm-hmm. to put that out there. Um, my follow-up question was, how many castles do these guys have? So many castles. Also, my other question here is that you have another you have another puzzle that you have to do here um, uh, with the runes and the door. Um, oh yeah, actually that was pretty good. And, what, no, it was a pretty good puzzle. Like I'm starting I'm starting to be okay with it at this point. And um, the thing that and this is chapter eight, so chapter eight is where I started to like the game. Um, now, now, all of the scrolls that give you like clues for the puzzle, the ones that like let you buy the the major hint. Oh yeah, using um, all of these. They always they always run out of magic energy, and that's why they died. But like, there's fountains right here, dog. How do you run out of energy? What are you doing? Yeah, it's weird. Um, I have a quick I have a quick thing for you. I think Dark Souls Two stole the giant chain walk from this. Oh. So, like, Dark Souls 2 came out in 2014. This game came out in, what, 2011? 10, Is that I what think. it was? 2010? Um, yeah. So, there's a certain point in this game where Gabriel walks along a gigantic chain from one yeah, massive like, castle to another. It's fucking beautiful. It's, uh, it's the level right after the balcony, I think. Yeah. No, so it's this uh, It's this level. Is Look it? at it in my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, this, it is. like, huge yeah. chain walk on this outer wall, and it's super dope, um, and I was really enjoying it until you get to this, like, weird resetting circle. So, mm. like, you have to turn this huge wheel and then run because it doesn't lock. It's like as soon mm-hmm. as you finish turning it, you have to run and, like, jump through the door. Well, so um, if you turn it all the way, there's actually, if you go off to the right, it's easier to jump off the right to the ledge below than it is to get through the front door. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and that puts you down the stairs where you have to go to get the key anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's super quick. That's pretty much the whole level. And then we end up in part two, the Clockwork Tower, another Castlevania mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Um, this is another Frankenstein original. This is the uh, this is the, the one where he calls her a bitch. Oh, Uncle is it really? Z- Uncle How did Zeke, I not Uncle write Zeke that down? calls her a bitch, yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so Zacuto, uh just straight... Yeah. Un, 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 unrequested and out of nowhere in the middle of his uh, pre-level loading screen banter uh, is like doing his little purple prose, very flowery language <laughs> and then he's like, the bitch in the middle yeah. of it and you're like, whoa Patrick <laughs> Which Stewart. I can imagine Patrick Stewart going going the bitch, well, I say. <laughs> that seems a bit uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Captain Jean-Luc Picard himself saying mm-hmm. the bitch. And um, this this level... Um, it's pretty cool. It looks cool, but it's uh, it's a little frustrating. Well, I actually liked it. As despite despite the game's... I would, I would argue, despite the game's strong suit not being platforming, I actually thought it was neat. Yeah. No, I enjoyed yeah. it. I think uh, the reason why I say frustrating is because this has another, again, completely unprompted uh, situation where if you hold... R2, or the right trigger, and you don't just tap it, uh, you are permanently trapped trying to turn a fucking wheel that won't turn. 
Mm. And that was very frustrating. But besides that, I actually thought it was really cool the way it's assembled. Essentially, you're in this living level where everything's clockwork and kind of moving and turning and everything's going up. Um, one note that I had for Sam with the titty demon, did you notice mm-hmm. that the very statue at the beginning that we see um, is this demon woman kind of coming out of a crystal and she has bare breasts and her belly has the same markings as the titty demon? Oh, interesting. I did not notice that. So, uh, interesting. I don't know what the fuck it means, but I, uh, and I don't care to know <laughs> what it means, but, uh, <laughs> interesting remark. Hmm? 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 Um, then we find another spider robot. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, the same one. Correct. I think yeah. this is um, where you'd actually grab the insides. Cause I've yeah, got it in my where... notes that you, you grab the inside and you pull the creature out of the inside. Yeah. 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 But yeah, um, this one's minus the the button, so this is just like a yeah. straight up fight. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's and it you're able to focus more on the aesthetic of the thing, which is actually like as a creature, like as a as a design, I think it's actually pretty cool. Like not like anything like new or special because it's just like a robot scorpion, but like it's cool. It's cool. Yep. And it fits within like this aesthetic of the level being clockwork and mechanical and everything too. Yeah, and they do a pretty cool thing. So you're like turning a cog, and as you're turning it, the camera view actually reveals to be like a pov for the spider Mm -hmm. and so in the middle of turning it the camera itself kind of starts to move towards you and you're like whoa and then the spider comes out and you're like oh hell yeah time to fight (laughs) yeah which is a better which is a better way to do that perspective thing than the skeleton introduction back in chapter six. Oh my god <laughs> the the weird joke like scooby doo bullshit <laughs> <laughs> jesus um then we fight the the first boss of this area i guess he's sort of the mini boss before the big boss uh it's all mm-hmm. who is the brother of the yeah. vampire general we took down in the town mm-hmm. uh, he literally and says Ol-Rox. the line you shall not pass yep um Ol-Rox was a uh, boss in symphony of the night uh, I thought he was a pretty fun boss. Um, I think... I thought... Yeah, I I'm thought gonna... he was until the repetitiveness kicked in. At the end? Yeah. Are you talking about with the yeah. multiple... With the, yeah, so... the werewolf thing. Yeah. And so here's the here's the thing about, about Ulrox. I think overall, as a boss, I think that this Ulrox is a better Ulrox than the one in Symphony of the Night. Whoa. Because the one in Symphony of the Night is kind of annoying. Like, he... The the first phase of the battle is actually not that, not that bad, he just kind of teleports around a little bit, but then he turns into, like, this weird giant lizard thing, and, like, it's really hard to, like, block his attacks and dodge his attacks, so it's it's just very frustrating. This, there, the ending was a little repetitive, but it wasn't, like, frustrating. Um, yeah. Easy for you to say. Whoa. Well, I thought the little corpses, so just to paint the picture, um, we're fighting this giant vampire lord at the top of a tower. Um, it's a pretty typical fight, kind of the 1v1 style fights that we've been doing with the Dark Lords up until this point. Um, however, once he gets to a certain health percentage, he will crack open an Iron Maiden. Kind of Cold one four, with the boys? Yeah, <laughs> there's four of them. Um, he'll crack open an Iron Maiden, and he'll suck out the blood from a corpse that's left in the Iron Maiden. Kind of makes no sense, because the whole point of Iron Maidens is to drain the blood out of the person inside of them. So I'm not really mm-hmm. sure why there's still blood. But he kind of dusts off a half-smoked cigarette butt, so to speak. Um, and he'll top himself off. And the frustrating part is he will, no matter what, do this four times. And you just have to destroy the corpse yeah. of the enemy while he's, like, feeding on it. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like you, it was... Did you have difficulty, Isaac? A little unnecessary. No, I just felt it was unnecessarily long. Like, it didn't need to do it four times. Yeah, and I then, agree. Yeah, yeah, I got, like, I got like it. After twice, twice would have been acceptable, yeah. I think. yeah. Unless you're going to do something cool mechanically with those corpses, like let me poison it or something. Um, Who gives a shit? (laughs) 
And then somebody leaves their uh, witness puzzle in my Castlevania game, and uh, we have to do a quick little line drawing thing with some blood. Yeah. It's okay. There's like a pattern was, on the floor, was... and you got to draw with the blood. And once you get to, you uh, you like run out of blood unless you race to these little like cups or some cups yeah, in like it. Bubbles, yeah, yeah, it's I don't know. It's okay. It's like I felt like I was stretching myself a little thin trying to like race there on the last couple, but it wasn't like it was a little annoying, but it wasn't like bad. Yeah, and it was different. I'm like giving this game props for doing different shit at this point in the game. Yeah, at this point, though, the variety feels like less like novelty and more like they're just trying whatever the fuck they can to keep it engaging. Which, like, <laughs> fuck, man. At this yeah, point, fair enough. Yeah, I'm in. I'm here for it. Yeah. So whatever. Let's just see some more shit. Yeah. Um, so enter part four, the throne room. Uh, this yeah. is our big boss. The, the Really quick, the narration ahead of this one, um, Zerzatrix Stewart uh, <laughs> uh, calls Ziggy her Stardust. poor calls the calls the Lord of Shadow poor beautiful Car- Carmilla which now paints these like really angry things he's been saying about her this whole time like he's ranting about a really bad ex as opposed to just having oh. a real big dislike of vampires I didn't think about that that kind of uh makes me wonder given what we'll learn about uh Zigadazudazuzu later <laughs> on Oh yeah Zebediah yeah, Zigzagoon. Oh I'm going to have to God. hold on to these Z names, I'm sorry. <laughs> How did I not think of Zigzagoon? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, my Elvira meter was going off pretty hard here. Uh, mm-hmm. That oh, means... God. <laughs> I, I don't understand how she's got this dress on without some real solid tape. Either it's that or wild. her nipples are way off to the side of her boobs. Oh, yeah. Classic, like, like uh, anime style like oh yeah we just don't we just didn't paint any nipples on this woman which is weird yeah, considering how... how much nipple we've seen up until this point oh yeah Sp- specifically from titty demons yeah what's I, so... this is this outfit's gonna be a big no for me dog isaac let's what's get that? your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> well you all know who wore it I best think. isaac sam or carmilla whoa <laughs> well let me see a picture of sam real quick <laughs> just any picture <laughs> well he's gotta he's gotta have the same outfit obviously I see. Christ. Yeah, I so so. Yeah, I'll also, just grab that out of my closet. Yes. Al- although my Elvira meter was going off, I think that's just proportionate to the fact that there's this like hardcore goth witch woman with a lot of cleavage. One hundred percent, I would say Elvira's got way more style than this woman, and I felt like the costume mm. design was kind of shitty, honestly. On um, yeah, I think like comparatively speaking. Um, to like, cause like the one that we like Cornell, who we like had I love, before. I love some goth chick fashion, but I felt like this just kind of looked kind of bad. It looks really awkward. Yeah, it was very weird. She it did was, not. It was a. Uh, it was very titillating. Oh no. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So. Um. Essentially. We before we fight her, have to fight off a bunch of her little vampires. Um, she offers to show him a bunch of pleasures, and he's like, "Nah, dog, that's why you're why the world sucks." And yeah, that, yeah. And, uh, and then, well, and and here's the thing: I will say, like the the Cornell's was pretty cool, and like the the monologue that she goes on before the battle was also pretty cool too. And she goes, um, uh, he tells her that he's going to combine the three powers of the Lords of Shadow to save the world. And she goes, she goes, um, who she asks him who the real monster is. If he's willing to kill the orders founders in cold blood. And I was like, that's pretty savage. 
Yeah. Um, but then he pulls the whole, like, ah, safety of the few is least important when we're talking about everybody. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, fuck it. And so, yeah, <laughs> battle mode. Uh, yep. Yeah, so just like Cornell before her, uh, we kind of do this, like, initial fight, and then she kind of beasts modes into her, like, true form, so to yeah. speak. Um, it's kind of gross. And yeah, her true shitty. form isn't as inventive as some of the upcoming boss fights, I would say. Yeah. Um, she just kind of looks like a big, nasty rat woman with bat wings a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's spooky, but it's whatever. Um, yeah, effectively, you kind of do sort of this typical rinse and repeat, like pummel her a bunch, dodge her attacks, and then eventually you get to punch her with your electric hand, which is kind of mm-hmm. neat. Um, and then uh, I will say Gabe's finisher <laughs> here. <laughs> Holy Punch shit. With your electric hand is the exact words I have in my notes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is – so from this point moving forward, Gabriel, for some reason, completely unexplained, uh, gains the strength of Kratos during oh, yeah. cutscenes. <laughs> he doesn't have that strength during the actual game. Uh, but during cutscenes, he has this Deus Ex Machina-like MacGuffin-ass, I-can-move-a-mountain Chris Redfield bullshit strength. Oh, yeah. Um, and Punch he, a flaming boulder, fucking do whatever. Dude, he just, like, grapples this woman, pulls oh her God, down out of the, the sky, and then pierces the thing, her on though. the fucking I'm gonna tip of the I'm going to be real castle. here. This was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah, so you're fighting her. She says, fuck this, flies away. <laughs> Gabe just, like, fucking MLB pitches his cross at her, grabs it. Damages her while he's hanging from her, and then eventually yeah, like manages some to vamp- stab like her some- through with the tip of the fucking castle. It's nuts. Yeah, like he's hanging off for like some kind of vampire flesh kite. Oh yeah, which is yeah, very good and- way to put that. <laughs> yeah, so he, so what we're talking about his like Kratos strength is not him hanging off of her, but the fact that she slams him into the tower, and he just like plants his feet and just like. With his with the strength of his legs as he's trying to yank her down, gets like crushes the side of the tower with his legs. Yeah, it's his love for his dead wife that propels oh, yeah. him. Uh, yeah, and not only does he impale this vampire queen on the top of this castle tower, uh, he mm-hmm. then breaks the castle tower off inside of her mm-hmm. and like leaves her for dead, which is mm-hmm. fucking and, nuts. Well, that's the thing; he, she's still not dead at this point. They have like a minor scuffle, and then Gabe actually actually uses the fucking um, door opening uh, addition as a stake. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, stabs her in the heart, and then breaks the stake off in yep. inside of her. Yep, and that's when she dies. Which is weird because then we use the stake later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so, yeah. I was thanks, like, Gabe. I was like, I guess we're never going to be able to open a door again, <laughs> and then we open a door again. <laughs> Literally one more time. Oh yeah. It's only uh, once. And it's during a boss whatever. fight. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the Seraph shoulders, which allows us to double jump. And I would argue it's nowhere near as cool and opens up traversal things as it does in the 2D games. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. It just kind of makes you jump further, which, like, okay. Like, in a game that's this linear, these kinds of powers don't really do much because it's not like... Yes, it probably opens minor things if I go back and replay the game, but it's not like shit that recontextualizes like a big level that I'm a part of. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Yeah. they just like, as they go, I will, I will say this as they go, literally all they do is they make cliffs higher and gaps longer. Yeah. Which like, if you just didn't have the double jump in there, it wouldn't matter because they would have designed it differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the backstory, I don't know if you guys read the quote unquote backstory on these shoulders. Um, 
basically they're like, hey, um, back in the day, these wings were used to fly short distances, but the powers yeah. on them reduce so greatly that they can only, um, uh, you know, do light glides. Like it was so, jump. it was so corrupted by Camilla's power, like darkness that that's only able to like glide, like glide short distances now. Yeah, so why does she or, have them? <laughs> well, she was given them, she was given them when she was, um, oh, when she found the brotherhood. I see, I see, I see. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, one thing that I wanted to point out here, because it, it is also applicable to the next, uh, dark Lord or whatever, Lord of shadow, um, I love that all the Lords of Shadow have the colors of the Brotherhood of Light uh, woven into their initial character design. Mm. So, like, Camilla yeah. has these shoulders that are the same kind of color as Gabriel's tunic. Um, the next Lord of Shadow, uh, or at least the first phase, uh, has sort of these draping pauldrons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the first Lord of Shadow um, had it as, like, a sash. Yeah. Um, so, so I think it's cool that they kind of still have this visual nod to like, like hey, dog, tie. I used to be one of your guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's the thing. It's like these these things like the dash boots and the, the wings and stuff are things that they had before they turned into darkness, essentially. Yeah. And we can't have cool things like that hammer because Gabe's just stupid and breaks it. So Right. Exactly. There's that. Um, yeah. And the even, pan- that's, that's, another, that's another complaint. Like even like even though I enjoyed the back half of the game way more than the rest of, like, the first half of the game, I was still like, dog, look at this cool weapon that you could be giving me right now. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Again, it does make me wonder if they just ran out of time or money. Yeah. Because, um, like, I'm sure designing whole different, whole new move sets for for weapons is probably a pretty time-consuming process, especially balancing mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, uh, Pan shows back up, and we walk through a blood mirror with, like, no questions mm-hmm. asked. Yep, uh, and we get transported to this to is the Titan Bone graveyard. World. Yeah. Oh, so we go to Bones Forest. Is where we go. Ooh, so chapter oh, yeah, nine, part forest. one. Bones Forest, not Bone apostrophe s Forest. Uh, this is Bones Forest. Uh, sick title. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of boners here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just gonna put that out you get there. introduced to a new a new um, a new enemy type called the Headless Burrower, which I actually kind of liked. <laughs> Oh, dude, pretty sick. Um, yeah, so it's not. This isn't just a Cialis commercial over here in Bones Forest. Um, yeah, it's actually just uh, sort of the first zone to the Necromancer territory. Mm-hmm. So we get all these cool new Necromancer enemies. Yeah, which I think the Necromancer enemies are probably like the best like grouping of enemies that the game has for you. Yeah, uh, these headless um, burrowers that Sam mentioned. It's kind of neat because they're like zombie bodies, but they're mixed with the sort of iconic Castlevania Medusa heads where their mm-hmm. heads will kind of float around and kind of fuck with you. And then once you destroy all of them, the bodies will kind of resurface to kind of start the process again. I don't know where they're getting mm-hmm. all these heads from, but... Yeah. Um, and then, like, as you fight the heads above ground, sometimes there'll be, like, a little circle underneath you where the body is, and it'll grab you and, like, try and, try and like, eat you. Yep. And then, like, the way that they laugh and stuff is, like, we were talking about, like, char- like enemies with personalities. Like, this is, the this is like, the first, like, regular enemy type before, like, since the Butcher that had personality, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, the shitty part is, so, they, they start introducing, like we mentioned, all these puzzles with the double jump. Um, one thing about the double jump that I will say is, like, it kind of locks you in. That's the one thing I despise is, like, most games with double jumps, when you hit that second jump, you can kind of re-correct or course-correct your 
flight path, like mid movement. Mm-hmm. So you can like jump forward and then with a double jump, jump all the way back if you want. Um, obviously, I don't need this game to be like Quake or like Unreal Tournament or something, but it just kind of sucks that that second jump is always going to kind of lock you into where you were jumping the first time. Mm. Um, but that being said, uh, they kind of fuck with you because you do all these cool jumping puzzles, um, which are actually pretty neat. But then yeah. you jump oh. straight into the chupacabras again. Oh, God. Fucking chupacabra. I fucking hate this thing. And I will tell you the second time that we bump into it for this episode, uh, I just don't understand how this made it in the game. Like, it does nothing. I don't either. I, it just passed. The thing, yeah. the thing about the second time that it shows up um, is second that... Time for, yeah, second time for this recording. For this episode, for this yeah, recording, yeah. for this, like, I guess it's the last time it shows up in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's within the constraints of a puzzle where you're surrounded by just a bunch of like really weak enemies. So it's not as annoying. Yeah. But the puzzle's fucking annoying. And that whole thing would have been subverted without that stupid chupacabra. Well, yeah, I like the puzzle, but no, I like the puzzle, but it's like the fact that I mean, the The last stretch of the game and they're like, Hey, do a quick puzzle. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. But. Like they easily could have like the like they could have taken the gong puzzle out, which was really weird, and then just made this made that puzzle the way you get into the castle. Yeah. But we'll get there. Um, fucking chupacabra! You have to kill some things and get your powers back. Fuck that guy. Yeah, just uh, imagine that we talked about how annoying it was because that's that's mm-hmm. what happens. Yep. Uh, and then you get to move into this like haunted cornfield. Oh yeah, the woes were. Yeah, and you walk up to this very Studio Ghibli-looking house. It's very cool. I actually really dug the house, and I thought yeah. the uh, the basket ride to the top was very cool. Yeah, the, the the aesthetic of the whole thing is very funny. And then you then you inside, it's very spirited meet, away. Um, yeah, it's very spirited away. You meet Baba Yaga. <laughs> I did not like their portrayal of Baba Yaga at all. Like this, no. like super bummed me out. So like. For anybody who's read like Hellboy comics, um, mm. or I don't know, has just like dabbled with like weird occult literature, uh, Baba Yaga is supposed to be like cunning and like vain, and she's still vain in this, but like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be sort of like cunning and sharp, quick witted, and sort of this like hyper intelligent, crazy ancient witch who kind of has her hand in a lot of everything. Yeah. Uh, Baba Yaga, she's just kind of like, like crazy, crazy, yeah. Like swamp witch lady, yeah. And she's hag. like, it's not like cool crazy. It's like dumb crazy. Yeah, and and uh, she talks about her master, the king of the angels, said that Gabriel would come, and that he has to get these keys to her music box from the bad scarecrows, so that he can go into the music box and get the rose for her, so she could be young again. The blue rose. Yeah. The Why blue can't she rose. just reach into the fucking music box? Well, it's so small, and there's so many little pokey things. Like oh, that. that's fair. She's got big, creepy, nasty hands. Yeah, and she's too old and brittle to do it herself. Yeah. The cool thing about the basket that she pulls you up in is, like, it looks like it's woven out of flesh, and there's, like, teeth around it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. if you're going to YouTube anything from this game, like, YouTube this section, because, like, I will say visually it's really cool. Yeah, visually um, it's cool, and I thought... I thought, um, I thought the scarecrow enemies in this section were actually dude, pretty, really cool, too. The scarecrow's are fucking sick. Like, this yes. is awesome. Like, yeah. I hate that you kind of have to do this, like, weird crow puzzle thing, mm. but it was cool because you get to explore this, like, 
rundown shack town and using crows and kind of shaking them from different uh, copy pasted poles that are kind of all mm-hmm. over the place. Um, you kind of use the crows to uh, uh, land on where the scro- scarecrows are perched, and it pisses the scarecrows off, and then they fight you, and they are yeah. fucking they like, nuts. They- they light on fire and then they get off. And the thing is, they're made out of like hooks and shit. It's yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. There's three of them. And th- when you wake them up, the cutscene is the same. I watched it all three times. It was so cool. Yeah. As did I. And the killing animation is the same on all of them where like Gabriel, like pins them to the ground with his knee and then rips one of their arms off and like decapitates them with their hook hand. It's real mm-hmm. cool. How, did you have any trouble with these guys, Isaac? Did you like them too? Or, um, no, I, I really like this. Um, level actually I thought it was one of the more creative sections of the game totally and they kind of like took more liberties they were like oh this would be kind of interesting let's do this um, yeah. it's it arguably so a fetch quest but it's fun yeah, the way well, that they did yeah. it yeah. But, like all the other all the other levels I felt like were just here's a castle do these uh, uh, same puzzles but this one was kind of different yeah. in this yeah. In every aspect, really. Um, yeah, and the, and the scarecrows too. They're so like fast, and you know, they're just very herky jerky and cool looking. They're like they're really cool enemies. They're very I think jeepers they might... creepers. Oh yeah, for sure. Jeepers I think creepers. I think like at this point, they're probably my favorite enemy like type in the game. Oh yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think these guys are the funnest to fight. But there's one other creature that I love the design, um, and I think is we'll it, get to it. Is it like later, later in the necromancer section? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is it the um, Necromancers? No, I mean those are pretty cool. We'll get to it. I don't want to. I don't want to okay. spoil it until <laughs> we get to it. Okay. Uh, I want to tip your hand. I see. I see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the one thing about the scarecrows that I wanted to point out as well that I thought was kind of funny is um, I didn't really fuck with this all that much, but if you have light magic turned on and you throw butterflies at these guys, um, holy shit! It takes like two or three butterflies and uh, or fairies, excuse me, um, <laughs> and they. Uh, they just fucking die, like, instantly. Really? It's wild, oh, wow. dude. I, like, tore through this fight. Huh. And the cool thing is if you have light magic turned on and you use the fairies, they actually heal you when they explode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, just, I, like, yeah. a really quick note on the fairies. I, I listened back to um, to the part one and part two episodes because, uh-huh. of course, I have to I have to listen to them to find the clips for um, oh, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Metal Gear Mondays, on Instagram. Um, and uh, I went... I remember you mentioned that the fairies were like just like these weird bare chested fairies. Like they're not bare, they're not naked. I went back to the level where you have like pans where you meet Pan for the first time to pick up a, a life rune. Uh huh. Um, and uh, they're straight up naked. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> oh, there's like Virgin and everything in there. No, I don't think there's Vir- Virgin. <laughs> we got John. Virgin. <laughs> we should. <laughs> <laughs> Where no okay. If there ain't giant, it don't shine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me turn my mix all the way to wet real quick. One second. Oh, gross! <laughs> Why would you say something like that? That's disgusting. Virgin. I've never heard somebody say. I've heard vagine before. I've never heard virgin before. Virgin. It's actually virgin. Um, that's oh. Ew. Well, it's it's making a comeback. <laughs> it's not uh, just for the eighties anymore. Oh no! Ladies can do whatever they want with their fur jeans. Oh yeah, uh, we're, we support the fur here at Metal Gear Monday. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> yeah, uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, so I, on the climb back to the witch's house, um, I thought that this was just going to replay the climbing of the little tram basket again or whatever. So I skipped mm-hmm. the cutscene. Uh, Don, I mean, I just straight skipped the whole final cutscene of the chapter or of the part as well. Oh, no. So oh. what happens? What happens at the end of this part? Um. So it's, it's it, you didn't really miss a whole lot. You get back up there, and Baba says she'll uh, she'll put you in the box. And Gabe is just like, "What?" And then <laughs> Gabe's um, like, "Do it." <laughs> yeah. Well, he's very confused. He's like, "What are you talking about?" And then um, she and tells she Gabe to uh, to close his eyes, or the spell will blind him. And then she casts a spell. And then what if she would have kissed? Bright him? flash, and then the level ends. Ah, great. They didn't want to animate anything, so they just flash white. Nice. Yeah, so part three, the music box. Uh, Gabriel shrinks down. He's in the music box. We uh, have to go get the blue rose because uh, it's going to keep the witch youthful. Uh, yeah. Quick question. The load dialogue. Right. Uh, so Coach Z is clearly still watching us. Oh, uh, yeah. He, where is Zippo, he? Zippo here expresses concern <laughs> over the fact that Gabe is very small. Um, and he essentially He's like, bows. they shrink up my boy. What do I do? Yeah, they they <laughs> shrink up my boy. That is no longer a good-looking boy. I do not want to keep this. Yeah, this is the opposite. We're in Bones Forest. This is the opposite of Cialis. You're making my boy tiny. <laughs> I don't want you to... This is my, my boy. Now he's a shrink-a-dink. What are you doing, Baba Yaga? Oops, Why? Baba, you shrunk my boy. You left him in the washing machine too long. <laughs> you put him, honey, I shrunk my boy. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing, Baba Yaga? Yaga. <laughs> He's you so shrunk upset. my boy. He's so my boy. <laughs> <laughs> you become like the uh, if you've seen Tim and Eric when uh, there's a Tim and Eric sketch where two men accidentally ran into run into each other's cars on the street, and in order to determine uh, I don't know who the fuck's going to pay for the damages, the two men both pull tiny men out of their pockets and they throw <laughs> yeah. the men on the ground, and the two tiny men have a dance off. It's a lot like that. That's that's it. what's happening here. My very talented, beautiful boy. <laughs> I wish that you would have been He's, trapped this small for the rest of the game. I that would have been that would have made it it's like a fucking borrower's situation. Yeah, I wish like, that Gabriel's voice got real tiny too. Where he's like, <laughs> Mama! <laughs> Marie, <laughs> I have to save Marie. <laughs> I Zippo is so upset about his boy being so small that he vows. <laughs> To kill Baba once <laughs> yeah, Gabe has become full size boy again. <laughs> he got pretty I upset about that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, why you got to kill Baba? Why well, he also like does that? mention that this whole King and the Angels thing is very disturbing to him. That's true. You're but very, you're he's very, right. he, but he's mostly concerned about his boy being so small. I I think I thought it was funny because um, after the music box level, you're done. Blah blah blah. Um, zucchini. The next one, zucchini <laughs> goes back and says, "Um, Baba, let him pass. Whatever." But I went back and I destroyed her. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. he killed her. He kills her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he kills what her. What the fuck? In the, How are you gonna do that off screen? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought I was like, he, why? Show me, show me. Uh, let me. Yeah, like he literally says it's at the, the beginning. Scroll. The the. the the narration for chapter 10, he says, Baba is no more. Oh, or my the God. Baba Yaga is no more. Like, why would you just let her live? Yeah, fuck, dog. That's <laughs> wild. 
Anyway, let's talk about this puzzle real quick. There's there's not a lot going on in this level. Um, It's kind of cool. It's a neat little puzzle where you get these jewels to activate additional little gears within the music box to play Mm -hmm. like extra parts of the song. Um, I actually found the puzzle to be pretty fun. You trigger different parts of the song, and you have to trigger the sequence in such a way that all these different paths, based on the jewels that you have, they correspond with the color of the thing that they unlock. Kind of, mm-hmm. and so you guess yeah, like the play red the one opens up these platforms you can jump on. The like the the blue one has to do with these elect- electricity hallway. Like the fun of it, I think I like this because the fun of it, I think, yeah. is figuring out what each one does and then figuring out the sequence for everything. Yeah, I liked it. The one thing I did not like was the repetition of the cutscene where to teleport back to the beginning of the puzzle you get picked up by baba's giant hand but i wish after the first one they could have very easily done and i think even games as old as like kingdom hearts one did this where like if a puzzle used the same transition frequently they would just cut to like the last frame of the hand putting you down Oh, yeah. showing you the whole cutscene. You know what yeah. I mean? So that part gets and, super repetitive, and I kind of got tired yeah. of having to press start and skip the cutscene every single time because you yeah, end up repeating same. a couple times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, the, the other thing, too, is that that Baba says like creepy shit, like uh, talking about how good these those nights tasted. Oh, yeah. And like if you get hurt, you'll she'll say things like you're not worthy master said you'd be worthy and like all this stuff it's very strange so sam says all this stuff she really just repeats those two lines over and over yeah and over. well yeah it's those things. <laughs> yeah, you're right um again kind of dumbing down baba yaga as a character which i kind of wasn't a big fan of uh mm-hmm. show some show, show, show some yaga respect yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag yaga respect yeah hashtag uh yag yag sisterhood or <laughs> Yog Yog sister of the traveling sister Yagas. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not my Baba. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. But yeah, I mean, it's long story short, you get the blue rose, you give it to Baba Yaga. She's excited and uh she sends you to hell as payment. Yep. Then Wait, the chapter but this ends. Is good question. And mark. then Yeah, and then the chapter ends and McZoogle is going to kill her off screen. Correct. Yeah, Zeitgeist uh, <laughs> just straight murders her. And uh, that's yep. that. This is a real Kratos and Hades feeling level. Like, if you've played the, the original God of War, this is like, Kratos goes to hell. Like, yeah, the Titan the, Graveyard? Insert that here. Yeah, Titan Graveyard. Chapter 10, yep. part one. Uh, pretty fucking sci-fi when you first get in there. Yeah, um, it felt like Destiny. I, yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, I will say the design made it very difficult to understand what ledges you could grab. Uh, just when everything is shiny, the shiny ledges that you are looking for are hard to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's pretty fun. You get out, and then you uh, stand at this like crazy entrance to Bone Hell. <laughs> bone Hell. Brunhilda. Bone Bone Helda. <laughs> uh, yeah you you meet the you meet um, these crawling corpses here that oh, yeah. will then jump into coffins and become corpse spiders. Yeah, so it's Which creeping is, corpses to creeping coffins. Yeah. This is my favorite. The creepy yeah. crawlers. The creeping coffin is fucking rad. Yeah, I it's really like cool. the creeping coffin. Yeah, when these corpses go inside of these coffins, the coffins stand up and just sprout like creepy tree legs. Mm-hmm. And then just fucking crawl at you. It's crazy looking. Yeah, and they're not like super aggressive, so they're relatively easy to deal with, but they're just like, they're, they hit hard and they're very they're very just cool. Yeah, I dug it. 
Um, um, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much it with this level. It's just a lot of fighting and finding pieces to kind of move giant dead titan hands around for you to kind of jump to the next part you got to go to. Um, the thing that I didn't like about it is this level just becomes really oddly open with zero direction. Mm-hmm. And now that you've got the double jump, they kind of lead you to believe that you can kind of double jump to a lot of the platforms that you can see. But that's not really the case because there were a couple <laughs> little islands I tried to jump to. And like no matter what I did, I would just die and have to restart from a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anybody – yeah, did you guys have problems with this? Because I feel like I probably died like five or six times in this level. Yeah, most definitely. I this for me, okay, it's supposedly like supposedly like uh poison fog, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it tells but, you a thousand times when you step in it. It's like but, all fucking caps, MLG blown up in your face, like <laughs> spinning. <laughs> it's like, Get out of the poison. Does that should that make you go walk like a snail's pace? No. That you can't jump out either. Like I got the fucking wings. Let me jump out of here. So, like, I would do what you said and try to double jump to, like, a, an island that I thought I could get to and land in the middle of this poison fog, and there was no way for me to get out of it. <coughs> and so, yeah, I would have to... Re- I, I just restarted at that point. I was like, ah, yeah, that. It, it sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But it leads to a pretty fun boss fight. So, uh, yeah. part two. Yeah. Fire Pinnacle. Who are we fighting here, Sam? We're fighting Pan! Yeah, Pan becomes fucking no way s- silver surfer warrior. <laughs> yeah, Gabe walks up to this. Me- well, first of all, can we talk about this like metal as fuck skull door that you? Yeah, walk up hold to? up. This whole level is just metal as fuck. The level, yeah. like it's everything's made out of skulls and bones and skulls for the skull throne and blood for the blood gods. Like it's mm-hmm. just fucking wiggity wild in here, dude. Yeah. It's like Lich King <laughs> vibe to the max. And the oh, Stone yeah. Titans. Don't forget yeah. about them. Oh yeah, my. Oh yeah. Can't forget about them. Um, but yeah, so you get to this door, and then Pan shows up, and Pan is just like, one of our paths is going to end here. And Gabe is just like, I, you suck. Stop talking to riddles. And Pan, <laughs> says that, Pan says that Gabe is shrouded in darkness, and he's blind to the truth, and um, says he will enlighten Gabe. Um, and then he glows blue and transforms into this really badass silver knight and takes away your magic. And then as he, the way, like, things he says during the fight, like, he's testing you. Like, it's a test. And this battle is actually very cool. Yeah. This is actually yeah. kind of prepping you for the final boss fight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It tra- it trains you. So, um, the first leg of the battle, you kind of just kind of dodge a lot. Um, get your licks in when you can. Um, much like some of the other ones, some of the other battles. But then at a certain point, um, you get to grapple him. And after you grapple him and do some QTEs, you get your light magic back. But the rub here is that Pan also has light magic and it works the same way as yours does. So, um, if he hit, if he hits you, he gains life back while he has life magic on. And the other thing that you, you realize is that when you both have light magic on, your attacks don't do anything to each other. Yeah. Kind of cancel so, out. Yeah. So it's about timing when you use your light magic and get your attacks in versus when you um dodge and when you try and avoid his light magic attacks um and so it's 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 very cool for this first section yeah and then after a certain point you kind of unlock your the ability to use shadow magic and then that's mm-hmm. when he starts to kind of alternate between the two mhm and then you have to then you realize that okay 
I can attack the light magic with shadow magic and I can attack the shadow magic with light magic. So I have to flip and flop so that we're not negating things. Becomes um, very Ikaruga here. Oh yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like a one V one boss fight. Mm. Um, it's a lot of fun, a lot of roll dodging and he says some crazy shit the whole time you're fighting him. He's just like laughing and smacking you around. Yeah. Um, but then eventually you he, kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Gabe is, he, Gabe is real upset about this, this, uh, <laughs> killing pan. Um, uh, and pan says sometimes sacrifice is necessary for redemption. Um, and Gabe is just like, I never wanted this. And pan says that blood is needed to open the way. Yeah. Which um, hold and, on. Can we came out here for a second? Uh, mm-hmm. how much blood, whose blood, why? Cause like I would have pricked my fucking finger and opened this door dog pans, blood and all of it. <laughs> specifically yeah which um, isn't blood by the way it's like this weird silver <laughs> goop yeah it's very weird goop. um but one thing that pan says is uh pan says uh um i've accepted my fate can you accept yours Ooh. yeah or something like that Ooh. like every bad guy and good guy in the history of anime fighting mm-hmm. fighting shows oh yeah um this next level is pretty easy. Yeah, the fire but also cemetery. Pretty, but also pretty cool. Oh, hold you, on real quick. Uh, can we establish with the death of Pan here? Uh, Gabriel, a mortal man, uh, has uh-huh. just killed a god. Oh, yeah. What up with that? Eh, fuck it, you know? <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Um, yep. Yeah, and it's weird in this. Hold on, in the in the loading screen, essentially is like really down with it. It's kind of creepy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm so fucking at this point in the game. I got. I'm very confused about exactly what Zoot Suit's whole deal is because, like, on one hand, I was like, and this is how naive I was at this point in the game. At one point, I was like, this dude works for the fucking necromancer. and then he was still calling gabe like friend and things like that so i was like i don't fucking know what's going on Mm -hmm. he's just getting more and more fanatic as the game goes on it's very weird for sure but yeah so this little fire cemetery we already kind of talked about it like kind of going through this cool stage with a bunch of uh really cool tower swinging shit Mm -hmm. and then you end up in uh this awful chupacabra situation well Um, i want to i want to throw this uh I want to throw this up here. They introduce the zombie. The enemy type is actually called the zombie, which oh, yeah. we need to enshrine in the trash mob hall of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking loved fighting the zombies because they go down so easy and they throw so many at you. Oh, I yeah. felt, I felt powerful and I just, I loved it. I love the <laughs> zombies. Yeah, I agree. They're super cool. Um, they do a good job at using them too. Cause towards the end of this level, there's just like massive hordes of them. Throw oh yeah. Um, really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, this level's not much. It's just like this cool little climbing platforming section that I actually thought felt really good. Um, and then you end up in this huge open area right before this gigantic door. But right as you're about to proceed, this chupacabra comes out of nowhere, laughs his little dumbass laugh and smacks his ass, steals your powers, then goes to hide in a cage, which you open by pointing these lights at through this Mm -hmm. giant puzzle that involves you moving some towers around and fighting zombies. And then and, once you and get the your powers pu- back, like, that's it. 
the puzzle itself is not a bad puzzle. I actually like no, the it's puzzle. Fun. Yeah. The circumstances surrounding the puzzle are garbage. Yeah, so you take a crystal, like the titty demon crystal, mm-hmm. you put it in different spots to kind of illuminate these towers, and then you kind of ricochet the light from the towers off of each other to break part of the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. And then at the end, don't forget to retrieve the crystal, because then you can use it, which is cool. Yeah. Um, um, and then then you fight this like huge horde of zombies, and you can technically do this next puzzle, quote, puzzle, um, without killing them all, but it's so much fun to just kill them all. Um, but I didn't you kill, a bunch kill of z- all of them because they. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them. Like they, I, there was a whole fucking lot of them. By the end of the level, it said that I killed 164 zombies. Oh Whoa. my gosh! Yeah, Sam, I, Sam was working I got, through some shit. I got real into killing those zombies. Um, I originally was just going to, um, uh, just kill a few of them and then do the thing but i got so into killing them and then they just stopped coming i was like oh i guess that's it all right but with this puzzle to open the door you have to ring this gong and then use your shadow dash to get to the other side before it stops ringing and then you ring the other gong and you open the door and the level ends yep it's pretty fun uh minus the uh pace breaking puzzle yeah yeah because yeah. um, again, it definitely feels like a, oh shit, we're about to enter this like final area, and then it's like Ugh. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then part four, crematory oven, we fight pyramid yeah. head. Yeah, I was gonna say pyramid head. You uh, pyramid well, head Z- with a shovel. Yeah, well, this is the grave digger, and my favorite thing about this is that South Central LA is like, who's more terrible, our hero or the demon? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z gets real weird around here. <laughs> um, but yeah. Meet the Grave Digger. Yeah, he's kind of fun. Um, Sam, did you? How long did it take you guys to realize the uh, fucking uh, door thing? Twice. I felt like a real dumb dumb. Feel like it took me quite a minute. Well, so I realized um, I realized that there was also something that was glowing in the arena aside from him and i also noticed the second time that his animation indicated to me that he should have fallen somewhere after the end of the animation mm-hmm. so i was like oh i should probably do that and of course the the opening the gate opened the thing and i was like ah oh, cool and then thankfully i had enough time to grapple him into it but nice yeah it took me like uh, it? three times i think cuz usually those um those wheels take a long time so at first i tried opening it when he was just over in the corner um and obviously he came over and bashed me upside the head yeah Mm. Um, you have to like down him first yeah his um uh what do you call it dazed animation lasts quite a long time so Mm -hmm. um that's when you can go in and do the deed (laughs) nice yeah, but it's yeah. Uh, it's fun. Once you uh, kind of leverage this thing open, you can kind of reengage in the QTE with uh, shovel, shovel man, grave digger, pyramid boy. Um, and at the end of it, instead of him kind of knocking you back, he falls down this huge pit. One mm. of the things that we didn't talk about is that he will occasionally open up his helmet to spit out these like Cthulhu tentacles out of his mouth. Yeah. Once he falls down this tunnel um he will as gabe's like oh everything's good these tentacle tongue things clearly are long as fuck because they shoot all the way back up which let me insert here uh gabe is looking 
saying, oh, this is fine, as he's holding the shovel that he used, the, the gravedigger's shovel that he <laughs> used to, like, get him down into the Mordor pit, um, uh, that he plants in the ground next to him before he gets grabbed and does also has another opportunity to not use this very cool weapon in the game. Correct. Um, but yeah, so per, this, like... Per his established MO. Yeah, so continue about his weird long tentacle thing. Yeah, so he uh, launches his creepy long tentacle tongues, like I think there's three or four of them, and then starts to pull uh, Gabe down into this like fire shaft to hell. Um, and then Gabe kind of manages to like knock all the tongues off using some QTEs and stuff, and then we kind of have to like platform crawl our way back up to the top of the tower as the lava is rising. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I mean, it pretty much ends, right? Like yeah. another door opens and we're out. Yeah, I went the wrong way. It's it's if you just go straight if if you go straight up um if you go straight up uh it's not a huge deal to make it to the top in plenty of time. I went the wrong way and I accidentally found a shadow gem. Oh, um nice. but you can still make it to the top in time. It's just a little bit closer. Yeah, so we are in chapter 11. This is part 1, The Necromancer's Abyss. Um, again, they kind of kill the pace really hard with a puzzle here, followed by another. Yeah, and Zoop is calling another. him the Prince of Darkness now. That's cool. Yeah, it's I don't know. It seems kind of weird. Um, I don't know, man. This level, my note here is when I think Castlevania, I definitely think combo pack, double jewel disc, Walmart puzzle packs for old women because mm-hmm. that's that's, <laughs> that's what this level feels like. <laughs> It is it is very strange. I um, it's like oops all Aztec puzzle like Infinity Runner map. Here's here's the problem that I had with this first puzzle is that I don't uh I don't know how I was supposed to solve it. Did like maybe not, I'm dumb. Happened? Did you not figure it out? Well, no, I I I bought the puzzle. Like maybe I'm dumb. Well, so first of all, I don't know the zodiac symbols. So I knew it was Virgo. Um, and I knew that it had to be at the eclipse, but like, I couldn't figure out what day it should have been. Oh, I didn't do any of that. I just literally looked at it and was like, oh, I got to put the moon behind the sun and in the middle of the tower hole. So I'm just going to scroll through until that happens. (laughs) Oh, I like, that's literally all I did. Okay. I guess that's what they wanted you to do because, because like I couldn't. I had to. I had to buy. I had to like miss out on the XP, and even the 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 clue doesn't like explain it. And I just like, oh, they drew it out here. Here it is. Okay, done. Yeah, yeah. Did you do what did you do, Isaac? I think the the big thing was like like you were right, the Virgo sign or whatever. Um, But then it said something about on the last the last week of the month. Yeah, it was. It said it said the fourth week. Fourth week. Just read this at. Was it on the scroll? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% didn't read that shit at all. I was just like, I'm going to turn things. <laughs> so the the middle scroll was the day. So I just kind of scrolled from, you know, the last seven days or so. Um, mm. And then the moon, I guess I just picked the eclipse one and it worked. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not very intuitive. I will, I will, I will give you that. It's just kind of okay. I'm just making sure. Like, I didn't know if it was because I was dumb or because this was a bad puzzle. I wasn't sure. No, no, no. It was, it was not intuitive at all. I don't, I don't okay. think. And if you don't know the zodiac signs, then good luck. Um, yeah. 
Um, once you solve this puzzle, though, um, you you force a solar eclipse to happen. <laughs> and then I laughed at this. A little piece of a platform appears, and I laughed because it's like, that seems like a small prize for forcing a solar eclipse, but okay. Yeah. Um, but if you walk up to it, the platform builds out in front of you as you go. Yeah, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's like the whole uh, Kojima coming out to introduce Death Stranding stairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's okay. Uh, as soon as you get through this, though, there's this like super weird puzzle that involves you trial and error, jump punching tiles on the ground to mm-hmm. draw out the patterns in which to trace this symbol on the mm-hmm. door. This is where um, I figured out the the technique for jump punching. Mm. Um, with I guess now that I know you can fucking punch straight down, this is where I, I developed the technique for punt like doing the diagonal punch and the first try every time. Um, what you learn what you learn while doing this puzzle is that each row it doesn't matter which one you punch within the row they everything yeah. in the identical rows do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. So you have to the the top row is up the middle like the two middle rows are left and right the bottom row is down and then the the dot in the center is to start the laser <laughs> to begin the laser <laughs> begin laser oh my head is bleeding oh are you okay that's not yeah I just like went and wiped my head and now there's blood there that's weird whoa Sam very very not nice how did what do you need to take a look no no that's fine i'm good it's just a little bit it's just a little bit okay uh all right on that note uh moving on sorry hi podcast yeah that's crazy uh yeah and then we just get a bunch of jump punch uh excuse me jump double jump puzzles um Mm -hmm. they're these reaper enemies that kind of join the mix that are these um kind of ghost reaper boys mm-hmm. um and then eventually we get to some necromancers that are actually pretty sick fights um, yeah. these things look very like warhammer 40k mm-hmm. um i don't know how else to describe them they're just like these floating bishops that like summon zombies and yeah. uh yeah they're a lot of fun there's not really a lot to them you just want to get their health down and then grapple them and break their staff into their face mm-hmm. the um the, and they'll, they'll they'll summon zombies, and then I think a couple of the later ones um, will summon reapers as well. Mm-hmm. And the reapers have a little bit more agency than the zombies, but they're about as weak as the zombies as far as life goes. Yeah, I think there are a couple fun fights here and there, um, and I think the environment itself looks pretty neat. But like this might be the most video game ass video game level in this game. Oh, yeah. um, and it just I felt like everything took twice as long as it should have. Like. You kind of do all these like jumping into portals and stepping out of mirrors and stuff like that, but it like it sort of felt like all of the animations for the teleporting took twice as long as they should have, and like all of the length in this level could have been cut in half and been equally. It could have been more fun, I think, because um, a lot of it just starts to repeat after a certain point. Um, yeah. Granted, yeah, I think- the, the jump puzzles kind of escalate as far as trickiness, and that's pretty fun. But that's about it. I think. Um, I think that it's like you said. I think that you could change literally nothing about this level, aside from all of the waiting for you to teleport places, and I think it would have been even better. 
Because I liked the jumping puzzles in this part. I thought it was a pretty cool level. I just hated waiting every fucking time you had to teleport. For sure. Yeah. And the teleport animation was pretty neat the first time, but, like, we really didn't have to see it that many times. Um, so, I don't well, know. Well, it's the same but, thing yeah. with, the, with the music box level. Yeah, 100%. So, but, uh, yeah, we just kind of keep fighting necromancers until we eventually get access to the portal that takes us to the Draco Lich. Uh, I, le- level 2. Okay. I fucking love this, can I say? Oh, interesting. I thought yeah. this was one of the most frustrating boss fights in the game. Really? Yeah, it's uh, the mechanic of having to hold on, frequently interrupting, tricky jumping on platforms that are not clearly marked. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't know. I just, like, I fell a bunch and didn't really feel like it was worth, like, the juice was worth the squeeze. You know what I mean? I I thought that compared, so this is, the Draco Lich, I, okay, so let's, let's, re- 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 let's reel it back. Um, uh, um, at the beginning of this level, you are met by something that looks very similar to the necromancers that you fought in the last level. Um, and we are to assume that this is the Lord of the Necromancers, which I did not buy. Oh yeah. yeah. He looks very generic and very generic enemy. Um, it was a pretty interesting little dialogue though. Yeah, he goes, by whose authority do you get to kill me? And then um, calls Gabe a monster and says that he revels in death and that they are one and the same. Um, uh, then Gabe is like, you will not stop me. And the necromancer laughs and then glows a bunch and then uh, merges with the tower that they're on, which, surprise, um, he turns into a giant dragon that is essentially a giant uh, necromancer-created titan. Um, and I thought it was very cool. Yeah. No, I think the set dressing is neat and it being sort of the final Titan, uh, final exam, I thought was pretty neat. I just think that the way that the boss fight is structured feels very like, look how cool this big fucking thing is. Also, we really wanted to rip off the flying shadow of the Colossus boss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. now here's, here's what I will say about it. Um, it's not perfect. Um, oh, it's definitely sure. the best of the three Titan fights. Yeah, that's, I can um, see that. Uh, and I think that where, what I will, what I will say about it, um, is that I think it is more fun and interesting than the other two. And I think it does a better job of, um, capturing what they were trying to do with the first two by like aping Shadow of the Colossus. Um, it doesn't. I guess they could have marked the paths a little bit better, but it doesn't like baby you and it lets you figure it out. And I appreciated that. And I thought that the battle was better for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see it. What do you think, Isaac? I need to, uh, I'm going to reel I need it to hear in from for my, you. My Ueda boy. I'm going to reel it in for you, Sam. I did not like Uh-oh. this either. Uh, <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. I liked it. I liked it. Like you said, better than the other Titans. Um, and it There's a little was, bit more going on. The other Titans were very like rinse repeat. Yeah. Mm, well, this time. one was very, very to me was very rinse and repeat as well. That's true. They all are to the point where I was like, wait, am I going the right way? Because didn't I do this like three times already? Like um like uh, jumping across the bone spine thing and then running across the ledge and then the jumping across. Stuff. And then um, slingshotting, 
down into his little uh what do you call those little nub things? Nubules. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I felt I felt like I did that like three or four times before uh getting to his head. Mm. So although the um destroying him in the mouth was pretty insane. Yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, when you break all when you break all of um his runes, he crashes to the ground and then um um uh he kind of falls off to the platform while Gabe is standing on it and then he just comes barreling up and is just towering over you. And it's relatively easy, but it's just it's really cool. You grapple onto his jaw and then you jump into his mouth and you have to punch the rune in his mouth before he essentially breathes fire and like breathes like fires you out of his mouth. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I found yeah, that the, out. I found that that's what you had to do the hard way. So. Yeah, the visual spectacle is pretty neat. At first, I was like, "Is this right? I hope I don't. Should I be doing this?" And then it was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, right. Should I be climbing um, into this guy's mouth? Yeah. Okay, yep. thinking about it, I I kind of like this guy a lot now. <laughs> Maybe not like the the like the gripping constant gripping like Alessia said but yeah it so was here's cool. here's here's how i think you make this and really the rest of the titans in this game better is that you you space out the amount of times that you have to grip yeah because i, I appreciate agree. i appreciate not having a grip meter but the way that they reconcile that is by making you have to hold r2 every 5 seconds yeah it's bananas Almost uh, literally every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can time it out. Like as I was climbing and jumping, I literally almost like a musical, like a musical beat was like, and let me go ahead and hit R two or uh, <laughs> right trigger, and then it was like, okay, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Let me go ahead and hit right trigger, and it's like I don't know. It just got yeah. so repetitive feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fuck it. Let's talk about the reveals here, and I think we could yeah. use this as a good segue to directly go into kind of the final fight. So. uh yeah, Let's so Zooby Doo in the uh, <laughs> in the pre narration is um, is like I want to be with uh, my friend in my moment in his moment of victory, and I'm just like fuck off, dude. You've been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Gabe does a real sick superhero landing at the top of the tower, and he gets the last piece of the god mask. And having completed the mask, Zoopels Poopels shows up. <laughs> Zoopels Poopels. And Doctor Zeus. Um, and he's holding that weird metal mask that Gabe was wearing in oh. the dream where he stabbed Marie. Oh. That we probably forgot about a hundred years ago, because this game mm-hmm. is way too fucking long. But here's... Well, I didn't... I actually didn't forget about it. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. that? Is that the mask? Oh, I know. I noticed it whenever it popped back up, but it's like yeah. fucking 24 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Full day later. <laughs> um, And he... And he, this motherfucker puts on the mask... Um, and, uh, it turns out that, that he's the Lord of the Necromancers. Yep. I actually was not expecting that. Really? Yep. I knew something was up, but I knew that I he, like, was, he was, I knew that he was probably evil. I did not expect him to, him to be the, the, the guy. I thought he was going to be like yeah. corrupted is what I thought. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, uh, I didn't yeah. expect him to be the necromancer lord. <laughs> yeah, essentially what he says, which is weird that Pan was like going along with it, um, yeah. considering that Pan gave up his life, I guess. Um, it's weird because essentially uh, uh, Zoldan, uh, Zazu, 
was like, uh, I fucking lied this whole time and I wanted you to assemble the god mask so that I could have the power for myself and then destroy you. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for killing everybody else, dumbass. Uh, yeah, including his wife, which we straight up hinted at earlier, spoiled earlier. Um, I don't know he, if I hinted at it as much as I yeah, decapitated so much. it. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of you, you decapitated it like like Gabe ca- decapitated Marie. Yeah, um, essentially he's like, oh, you're so easily gullible, you dumbass. While you were sleeping, I put this mask on you and got you to kill everybody, including yeah. uh, Laura and – excuse me, not Laura. What's her name? Claudia. Marie. Claudia. 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 Uh, Marie. And, everybody. And, and when he – I need to pause here for a okay. second because this okay. is this is important. Um, after Zekromancer, which is what I have called him for the rest of, <laughs> yeah, for the rest like of my that. notes, is Zekromancer, um, uh, tells Gabe that he was the one who killed Marie. Um, this scene becomes straight up a legitimate ripoff of The Empire Strikes Back. I don't know if you guys realize that or not. Because Gabe goes, he gets told this crazy thing, and then he goes, no. He like says no, and then um, and then Zekromancer says, "Search your soul, Gabriel. You know it to be true." Oh no! The line in Star Wars: "Empire Strike Back" is after he says, "Luke, no, I am your father." Um, he says, "Vader says, search your feelings. You know it to be true." Oh no! So they rip this whole shit straight out of Empire Strikes Back, and I thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Rough. Well, and he says it with a uh, Sir Patrick Stewart voice. He also says charade. I yes. hated every second of that. I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me? It's time to end uh, this charade. Yeah, Patrick Stewart says some fucking bizarre shit. Like, I'd look up this cutscene online. He says some wild stuff. Um, and, like, we don't even really get to fight him because. No, we don't. Well, that's the thing. We don't fight him at all. He, yeah, which like, is he, funny he, to me. He kills. He essentially kills Gabe, and then um, uh, you hear this voice that says, "All, all hail mighty Zop Zop" or whatever the fuck he says. All hail oh, mighty yeah, Zobek. Yeah. He says, um, and Zobek demands to know who's there. Um, and then this disembodied voice says that he met Zekromancer in the void and gave him the idea for his plan in the first place to serve a higher purpose. And I sure do love an even bigger bad trope. I really do. Oh, um, no, that's yeah, like my having, favorite trope. Yeah. And having, that was sarcasm. I don't oh, know. Okay, good. Very good. I was like, no, um, Sam, <laughs> Sam, when you heard me calling out from the void to tell you that you should love the bigger, bad <laughs> trope, it was no. me all along. Yeah. That was straight up sarcasm. Um, I will say comparatively, like they do hint at it briefly when, um, Baba mentions her master, the King of the Angels. Oh yeah. So you know something More like is the up. Prince of the Fallen Angels. Yeah. But... Q Glenn Danzig, <laughs> looking Satan, because that is what this dude looks like for sure. Um, but yeah, the the dude says you've served your purpose and essentially lights Zekromancer on fire. Um, and then this long-haired person, shrouded in smoke, picks up the mask and then. He had a, to the he, heavens. He looked like at, a like a like a like a raven haired uh, Adam from yeah. Near Automata. Yes, he does absolutely. Um, but he screams to the heavens um, at his father that he's coming for him. <laughs> Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> In your eyes, forsaken <laughs> yeah. me. Um, but yeah, uh, this is and this is this is 
Satan. Yeah. Like also, I thought, also precedent I, for this in Castlevania, you have you you can fight Satan in some of the other yes. Castlevania games. Yeah. So this is not like a where the fuck did Satan come from? This is something that they have done in the series before. So it's not straight out of left field, but you're just fighting straight up Satan. It was for me. Well, <laughs> I, guess, I guess being your first. Uh, just, can you can you walk like, me through your guy. feelings? Through I need Isaac. I need you to walk you through, yeah, walk me through your feelings from when when Zobek revealed he was the Necromancer oh. Lord to realizing that you were about to fight Satan. Oh, the yeah, when Zillow backed out. Zillow. <laughs> so Are you sponsored by Zillow. Apartment hunting. Maybe. At your fingertips. Isn't that their slogan? <laughs> I think probably. I don't know. Apartments at your fingertips. Well, Jeff Goldblum is apartments. Oh, apartment, that's so right. I prefer apartments, apartments at your fingertips until Satan comes back. <laughs> no, I thought, and then we're all doomed. I thought this uh, twist of a twist was quite comical, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of chuckled that. at it when it happened. <laughs> Because I was so like, oh, that's so, kind of so cool what did that. You, what yes, you... Isaac, look into yourself. You know it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. I was so into the. I was so into the the first twist. The first one, yeah. And then he says that shit, and I was just like, oh no. Well, so I knew about the the twist, which is coming later. I was really yes. upset at that there was no fucking build up to that twist, right? Yeah. Instead, it's just like twist one, twist two. By the way, <laughs> super fucking crazy out of nowhere, twist three. Yeah, and it's like, come on, you guys. Anyway, sorry, we'll keep it. We'll keep I it to twist a, two for now. I have a way to explain twist three. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll get to it. Yep. But for you guys that are confused, listening, we are at twist number two. <laughs> <laughs> Of many to uh, come. Turn two, twist two in your workbook. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's there's two more twists, and the the final two twists occur within the same cutscene. Oh, great. that's right. I forgot there was two twists at the end. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, so we're in twist two. Uh, fight nude boy. Nude Satan. <laughs> well, Isaac, what was so comical for you, though? Yeah. Was it the nudity? Was it the long hair? Was it Glenn Danzig? Was it the... <laughs> Glowing yellow eyes? Was it the goofy dialogue that nobody should have written? I think it was everything. His whole introduction where like, (laughs) he came in and Zorb kind of was like, hey, I'm this powerful guy. And And then he's like, not uh, me bigger. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's not. (laughs) Really, I'm the one. I'm the powerful guy. Dude, this whole thing, especially Gabriel's boss fight with Satan, literally felt like some like imaginary friend action figures getting mashed together. Grade school bullshit that I thought up when I was like having a fever dream yeah. at like seven years old. <laughs> yeah, essentially, like the spirits and Marie bring Gabe back to life to fight Satan, and then Gabe fights Satan. And the whole, the whole well, Gabe wrestles battle, a nude Satan. Yes, he wrestles. This is a battle. The whole conceit of this battle is that Satan can use shadow and light magic, like Pan could earlier. So the game was teaching you about this battle earlier in the game. Um, but you have unlimited magic, which is pretty cool. Um, and then attacking light magic Satan with your shadow magic also heals you. So you're basically also, um, you have unlimited health. Maybe build the mechanics of your game around you not having to have unlimited in order to finish the game. That's mm-hmm. what I, I was. It was a little cheap that they. Well, said. and even in general, the way that the system is built in the first place is like, maybe make it to where you can replenish the magic doing something other than having a long combo that goes unbroken. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't... The game just kind of changes the rules whenever the fuck it wants to because it's not confident in its systems. 
Because I would argue that like even Metal Gear Solid 3 is like, fuck it, super intense boss fight. However, it's a final exam for everything you've learned playing the game. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. feels kind of like, fuck it, cheese it. Here you go, buddy. Unlimited you ammo. You earned it. Sorry we gave you this very bad video game. Now you can, <laughs> now you can just... All, all, yeah. Now you can DBZ fight Satan at the top of a mountain. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like a little bit. <laughs> he like actually like he actually like so. Oh, dude, they trade punches and like put in craters the in the ground and. Like, oh yeah, like he float shit. like like they fly around and Gabe like bitch slaps Satan <laughs> into a hole in the ground and, well, and then Satan like comically climbs out of the hole in the yeah, ground and then he even like. <laughs> And, yeah, like, oh, yeah. the stones start to float around him, and it's like, are you what the fuck? Well, that's one thing that I don't think we've brought up at all is that when you replenish your magic on the fountains, it sounds like you're straight up like charging your power level and dragon. Oh, ball. I didn't think about that. It's very like Super Saiyan. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh this boss yeah, fight is pretty fun. T- it's like a one v one little standard fight, like Sam explained, except mm-hmm. for the little QTE parts. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Uh, so the first one I had a really hard time with, and the second one made me want to fucking smash <laughs> things in my apartment, in my house. Um, How did you have trouble with the first one? The first one was so easy. Like, it was just literally just color-coded oppositely. I just, so check it, I, I couldn't figure out the timing of when to make the change happen. Like, at so what, what point? Yeah, so what would happen was, like, I'd run through the little rings, and, yeah. like, I would hit it, I guess, either too soon or too late every time. So I just kept bouncing off the fucking force field. So for those of you not playing at home, whenever Satan gets down for the first time, I think it's about when he's at 70% health, he'll take a knee um, during the national anthem, which is great. (laughs) Uh, And then gets sponsored by Nike. (laughs) Because he's a a good American man. Uh, He'll (laughs) take a knee, and these runes will appear on the ground, but they are color-coordinated to your magic. So what will happen is you kind of have to run through these checkpoints but change your magic as you hit them so as not to block yourself from getting to him. And I don't know what it was. They're pretty close together. Yeah, they're very close together. And eventually what I ended up doing was just sort of like fucking just like tap, 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 like trying to like time it and just being like, fuck it. I can't figure out the pacing, so let's just Just figure it out. Um, so I just kind of brute forced my way through and it's just very, I don't know what it is. The timing is very frustrating. I, that's interesting. I had like no, I, so I had no trouble with the first one and I actually. When did the changeover happen? Do you change it? Cause you, so you can't change your color while you're in the circle. No, because you have to change it in the little section in between them and you have to match the magic and the key is to take your time. Oh, wait, wait, got- hold on. So there's the rune circle, and then there's just the solid color between the runes. Do you? Yes. Can, if I'm standing in the red solid color, can I change it to blue before I hit the runes? No. Hmm. No, no, no. Because they're, well, there's, because the runes don't, like, there's, there's space in, but, so in the first one, it's just, like, the colored rings around him. They don't move. No, for sure, for sure. But I'm saying, like, there's a rune edge to the ring, and then there's a uh-huh. solid color within the ring. Oh, as long as you're outside the solid color, you're fine. <laughs> this is like Isaac's like, oh no, dummy, it's L2 and Triangle. This is like I like that I like that we both had one of those moments for you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, had- I got I got through it. I just when they start moving, I lucked out where mm-hmm. I did. Because when they start moving, the good thing about it is you don't really have to worry about this mechanic of alternating at a good 
rate yeah, because when they when you get when you get to the second chunk you can actually luck out and get like three of the same color to move next to each other and then just mm-hmm. fucking beeline mm-hmm. it which is what yeah, I, I actually did. I actually applauded that like the easy one for teaching you what you were supposed to do for the more complicated one yeah it was interesting like that we we going back to that whole like Ego Raptor, Sequelitis, Mega Man X thing, like the game teaching you how to do something and then doing the thing. It's too bad that it's literally at the end of the game. The final boss battle, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, case, in, case in point, I mean, I don't know how much there really is to say about this. You kind of like break Batman's back, so to speak, with Satan. You just kind of put him in a bear hug and just kind of squeeze him until he dies. You Well, you put it... Well, so you, he, you, he you, bodies, kind of, you, you he, breathe each you breathe on each other's necks and whisper sweet nothings to yourselves until God. Well, the first thing he does, he him. grabs he grabs Satan's like fork, stabs him in the stomach, and then uses this thing as leverage to body sla- body slam Satan. Yeah, and then snaps the thing in half and breaks it off inside yeah. of him because he loves doing that to people. Mm-hmm. And then punches the fuck out of Satan for a while, puts him in a chokehold, um, suplexes him. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about God for a while, and Gabe essentially prays for forgiveness. Christian God, by the way. So we're wrestling Satan, and then yeah, Christian capital God G, is capital G God. Um, yep. Uh, he says he's going to essentially Satan taunts Gabe and says he's pretty much going to fuck Marie in hell. Yep. Um, he's like, I'm sure pleasures she's never seen before, and Gabe's like, she mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. She's a good girl, and then God's and like, she's you done, that. son. Uh, and then she goes to heaven. Um, yeah. So she, uh, we discovered that the God mask is just like. A goofy mask to put on to see ghosts as real people, mm-hmm. I guess. Wasn't sure what was up with that. Yeah, that was yeah. Gabe puts on weird. the mask, and then his wife kisses his mask, and not him at all. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves. Yeah, and says so yeah, she forgives this him. bear hug after Gabe prays for forgiveness. He like this big old beam of light erupts from his mouth, and then um, oh yeah, he charges his laser, and then he fucking yeah. shoots and the Doctor Octopus. Um, then the god mask falls off Satan. Satan evaporates, and then um, Marie tells Gabe that uh, um, tells Gabe after he's real sad that he's still alive that um, he's alive to repent for his sins um, when his life was wrongly taken from him, and that he freed all of them, and that the god mask can't bring people back to life, and um, um, and she. Essentially, Gabe gets all emo about not deserving her love, and then she essentially forgives him. Um, and then he puts the mask on, sees her, and then she kisses him with the mask on. Um, and then she grabs the mask, and they all float away into heaven. And then Claudia shows up, says nothing, of course, and then also floats away. Oh, Claudia shows up and then shoots him a fucking stink eye. Yeah. Like, she just gives him this real dirty look, and then she's like, I'm going to heaven, bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the camera pans to Zekromancer's mask lying on the ground, which roll is credits. And roll credits. And then there's a button prompt to skip, which I promptly did. Yes. And then uh, we get to the uh, twist number three. This three. Uh, crazy fucking cutscene that I have seen years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because people were like, holy fuck, this is insane. And I watched it and was like, holy fuck, this is insane. Um, kind of thought that the game uh, led into this a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. The game kind of ends <laughs> and he gets shown this crazy cutscene out of nowhere. Yeah. Here's, here's, okay, so let's talk about the Let's scene talk about the cutscene ex- first. Yeah. I'll explain my theory. Now, here's, here's, I think my theory makes sense. Um, okay. 
But you said you're going to explain after we cover the scene? After the cutscene. I okay, think my cool. theory makes sense, but it doesn't change the fact that they, they need to do a better job leading. You know? Mm. Yeah, it would have been... I don't know. Here's the deal. Mm. Uh, let, no, let's talk I, about the I, scene. Let's talk about the scene. We'll talk about your theory, and then I'll say my quick thoughts on okay. what I thought would have been a cooler build-up. Okay. Um, so in this scene, essentially, you see this like old, decrepit church. It's very similar to the skit that we did for this. So we <laughs> exactly. see this old yeah, decrepit this, this church. Is, the, the skit's identical to the scene. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We see this cool, de- de- cool de- decrepit church building, foyer area. This man in a business suit walks in, um, except I think he's in a cloak. Well, Never mind. So well, no, you don't know he's in a business, <laughs> a business suit. Yeah, apologies. That's Whoops. last twist number four. Yeah, sorry. So this man walks in in a cloak, and then he breaks through a wall in the back of the church, discovers mm-hmm. the secret tower area, kind of tunnel hollowed out, tower looks up sees this crazy creepy door then magically levitates to the top walks through said door it's very dark we see like a stained glass window very moody and then we hear him say hello old friend in a voice that sounds very much so like patrick stewart um (laughs) and then we see this ghastly figure shrouded in darkness and he says uh oh how did you find me oh you're still alive blah 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 they have a conversation. The cloaked man calls him Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and ghoulish man says, no, my name is Dracul. Yeah, he, sa- he says he gets real mad, leans into the light. He looks real gray and evil. He goes, don't you dare call me that. Ilsunt Dracul, which is Romanian for I am Dracula. Yeah, and uh, he's very clearly f- Gabriel, just yeah. be- have become Dracula. Yeah. Um, and then and the man reveals that, himself yeah. to be Zolbeck in a business suit. Mm-hmm. They have – they do – well, so – they do a little bit more talking, and they taunt they taunt each other about. They like, talk in mysterious Kingdom Hearts teaser phrases. Mm-hmm. What Gabe disappears, he's he's zo, zo, blah, blah, calls him uh, shadow of his former self. Mm-hmm. Gabe disappears, asks what he wants. Um, then they're just like, "Hey, bro, Satan's coming back. We should team up." Um, and, and then Gabe then, comes in for the backwards hug. Mm-hmm. But then. Z disappears, leaves his cloak behind, and then you see, oh, he's wearing a business suit. Oh, yeah. And then... And he's looking when, like fly as fuck with some, like, goat eyes. Mm-hmm. And then Z blasts him through the stained glass window, and surprise, twist number four, uh, you're in the future. Yep, you're in modern day... <laughs> modern day. ...times. 2014. So, here, so, so here's the thing. I thought, like, what city could this be? Maybe it's New York or something like that. No, it's not New York. What's well, the city? Um, it's, it's it's the original. It's the it's the it's the vampire castle from earlier. Yeah, it's so the, there's it's a the, city that's built up around this castle now. Yeah, so it's uh, it, but the city, no yep. shit, from the second game is called Castlevania City. <laughs> Classic. So I want I want you to soak in that for a second. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so unfor- um, so just to, I'm gonna I want to give a quick background on this before we dive into your theory, Sam. So mm-hmm. the developer stated that they didn't think they'd be given a chance to make another game. Rightfully so. I don't know what the fuck critics were thinking when this game came out, um, but this is gonna be really fucked up to anybody who's listening. This game, the original Castlevania: Lords of Shadow, is still to this day the top-selling Castlevania game. Whoa. Which is All fucking right. crazy, and even, so even uh, even above Symphony, correct? Whoa! And so huh. uh, Symphony actually was critically well received, but did not commercially do well, which is why they did not do more 2D Castlevanias uh, for uh, consoles that weren't handhelds. Uh, 
Well, so that's uh, the thing that, like, well, that's the thing, though, is, like, much like a lot of, like, games like that, once they become critic, like, it's not like Firefly, you know, mm-hmm. where, like, people realize it was actually a good show after the fact, but, like, it's too late now. Um, this is a game, like, the numbers still count, right? Like, Oh, for sure, for sure. I would but, think it, once it became a cult classic, like, it would start selling, like, gangbusters. Yeah, but that being said, this game, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, still has more sales. And I think it's because of the name recognition mixed with the, like, more accessible gameplay, um, especially when they released it, where it's like, LOL, it's like God of War, check it out. Yeah. Um, but it's wild. So anyway, this game got greenlit for a sequel, but the developers didn't think it would. So they included this scene, which was supposed to happen over the course of three games, hmm. and they attacked on this scene that was supposed to be, like, a tease for, like, the end of the story, kind of, like, where it was all going. Well, technically, it was three games because Mirror of Fate ties. No, for sure, for sure. But the thing is, is like this was supposed to come at the end of the, like towards the end of the third game. So they were originally going to showcase like the full lead up to this. Oh, like the full, like the full descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what ended up happening was they tacked it on just to be like, hey, check out this cool shit, and maybe if people get to the end, they'll want to see more. Um. And that's what happened, and then they were sort of like, fuck, we are out of ideas now. Uh, I guess we got to figure something out. So that's why the other two games are way, received way worse than this first game. Mm-hmm. Like, they're actually, like, considered pretty not great games. Yeah, I think wasn't, so Mirror of Fate essentially is the becomes the origins of Alucard. Yeah, in this um, universe, not, like, this, the Alucard. Yeah, yeah, in this universe, and then and then... Lords of Shadow 2 is basically takes place after this cutscene where they essentially kill Satan again and they and Alucard and Dracula team up. Yes. Um but yeah, so unfortunately what happened after this came out was people wanted answers and Konami wanted to capitalize off of it so some DLCs were kind of built to answer what the <laughs> fuck happened here. Um I really would have liked it if in the primary game we would have gotten to a point about midway through um, where Gabriel would have been transformed into a vampire. Mm -hmm. We could have gotten some new skills and abilities, and the game could have taken on a considerable darker tone, which is look how much this man has sacrificed to bring his love back. Mm-hmm. Maybe have him bring his love back, but she's mortal and he's not. Mm. And then he has to deal with watching her die slowly over time. Um, and maybe he's just trapped as a vampire. Like, give give me that sooner. Like, it would have been cooler, I think, to have had almost like the, oh, fuck, we're watching a zombie movie and the protagonist just got bit kind of feeling. Like, three quarters of the way through this game. And then suddenly mm-hmm. have me play through his like desperate fight to bring back his wife before he succumbs to the vampire shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would now, be cool. And then have like a post credit what... se- post credit scene where maybe he like transforms or something. Now here's here's what I'll say. I don't necessarily disagree that that is that is not that is better because it is. <laughs> 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 um, and I so so I guess I'll explain my theory now. Um, and it's real simple, and I, but I think it works with everything that we know about this game world at this point, like this universe they've crafted with this video game. Um, 
I think they could have explained it more if this mm-hmm. isn't is in fact well, it I mean here's the thing it's not what it is because they quote explain it in the, one of the DLCs but they could have explained it better but so when Gabe has Satan in his little bear hug mm-hmm. and he is the he charges his laser and fires it um I think that was like the ritual that the founders of the order did to ascend and so his soul his like nice soul is in heaven now but uh, his dark soul is his dark soul his, his dark deep, soul his evil soul is still on earth and that's why he becomes dracula his he nobody into, yeah he becomes the nobody of gabriel and he becomes a dark lord why did they not do that i don't know it makes sense right it's a good theory right why the fuck did they not do that that would have been and a it, million times better it makes sense and do you think it, they were going for that I th- I think probably I would hope so, but because because literally it it's, it it makes sense and it's um no it need ties for into it it's what no need for DLCs no need for DLCs and it ties into literally the rest of the game they they've been telling you this entire game we did this and became this mm-hmm. that he he literally prays to God and then a white a blue light comes out of his mouth a goes into heaven, kills Satan, and then he's still he's still trapped on Earth after well, he was dead. What would have been cool would have been if his light soul or good energy or whatever would have gotten to live on with his wife. Yeah. And then his, like, shit body demon fiend version is, like, lamenting that he didn't get to see the wife. You know what I mean? Like he becomes broody emo boy, where he's yeah, like, well, and that would, good guy that would make Gabe a lot more sense. Out with my wife, now I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, that would make a lot more sense. Um, but I think just by realizing that, oh, that's probably what this was, makes it way better. Yeah, and I way easier. To, they should have explicitly way, stated, like, yeah, way easier to stomach. But instead, they do the DLC where Gabe drinks all of Laura's blood. And becomes a vampire. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Check it out. So, Gabe's like, I can't go into this castle. There's a lock. And Laura's like, I'm a vampire. I can help you in. But you got to drink all my blood. I don't want to live anymore and drink all my blood. And it just doesn't make any sense because he's like, I'm going to forego all this shit just to get in this door. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. Anyway. And that's that's the extent to which we're going to talk about the DLCs. The big boss is the forgotten one. He's also in whatever, uh, Lament of Innocence or whatever the second PS2 game was. Um yeah, there's that. That's a Castlevania game. Yeah, guys, so let's talk about the wrap-up thoughts on, I almost said Soul Calibur, on Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. We've also been talking about fighting games on Patreon Club. Support us at $2 plus. Get that. Uh, yeah. So, nice plug. Thank you. Very quick. Very seamless. <laughs> Until I said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now we're bringing it up, so that's cool. <laughs> so so wrap-up yeah, thoughts. thoughts. Before, before we, before we like, completely proceed, I did notice while playing this back half of the game... 
Um, I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention to it, to it in the first half because I was so angry. But <laughs> did he did did Gabriel develop like a really shitty Scottish accent at one point? Yes. No, he's had it the whole up? time. Has he had it the whole time? Because I noticed like in chapter eight, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. because he didn't talk as much in the first half of the game. Well, you know the fucked up part is I'm pretty sure the actor just is Scottish. Oh, well, no. he sounds like a shitty Scottish person. <laughs> he's not good at his own accent. I think he's trying to descri- disguise it because he's like, oh, that yes, makes more Zubik. sense. Like, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Yes, it's not great. I think you should just lean into it more. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Scottish accent is one of the sexiest fucking accents ever. And I don't know why. Dude, I'll, yeah, I'll take it. I'm uh, privy to Australian and French accents myself. But, yeah. I like those Europe, Euro, European ones. I like yeah, those Euros. Yeah. Anyway, uh, before this takes a turn, uh, what did you... Uh, Who do you want to <laughs> fuck internationally? <laughs> That's the next topic. <laughs> if, you had to, if you had to fucking fuck, marry, kill Castlevania characters from Lords of Shadow, what, mm-hmm. uh, what would that look like? I would... Fuck Satan. Whoa. I would kill... No, I would fuck Satan. I would marry Gabriel, because he would do anything for me. Aww. And I would... Including chop my head off. <laughs> Which if sometimes I needed you need. To. Yeah. Um, and I would kill Zoot Suit. Nice. Isaac? Alright, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> Let's look at it from a scientific perspective. <laughs> Which one would be Objectively. Better? All right. So, obviously, you got to marry Mary or Mary, Marie. Mm-hmm. Maria? Ma- Maria. No, it was, it's Marie. Marie. Yeah, you're right. Mariah. Who knows? Susan? Carrie. Uh, so, I'm going to marry her. Um, I'm going to kill Gabriel. Whoa. Because... He we've a bad man. And then, he's uh, done questionable things, you know. Dude, we've done a bunch of games of men doing questionable things with dead wives lately. Huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 And then I will... Let's see. Who... I'm going to... Sc- you want to fuck Zobek, screw. don't you? <laughs> Zaboom of Zobek? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he does have that gray fox look to him. <laughs> gray fox, like Frank, silver, silver fox, like look, Fra- Frank I Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that Frank Jaeger look to him. Yeah. Now nah, let's go with that. Um, the crazy, um, the crazy, uh, the Baba? dragon lady. Whoa, Baba Yaga? that's a slur. What dragon, dragon lady? Yeah, dragon oh. lady. Have you guys not seen Gran Torino? Oh, <laughs> 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 what? Oh, uh, Clint Eastwood calls this well, Asian woman it, Dragon Lady. Oh. Oh, weird. Anyway, it's all good. Are you talking what about you want to fuck the Dragon Titan or you want to fuck Baba Yaga? Or the demon. The one that or... you unleash. Oh, Titty Demon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with gotcha. that one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All that right. makes sense. Here's my lineup. I would marry mm-hmm. Marie. Mm-hmm. Of course. I would course. fuck Marie. And then I would kill Marie in that order. Of course. Wow. Just like Gabriel. Yeah. 
<laughs> la, 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 la. Uh, which, spoilers yeah. for the Mirrors of Fate game on the 3DS, uh, apparently Marie did have a kid with Gabriel and hid the kid from Gabriel because for some reason she knew he was going to become evil. Not really sure how that works out. Cool. And that kid becomes Alucard. Because yeah. fuck it. Why not? Why not? Anyway, uh, yeah, that's a good way to recap how we felt about the game, I guess. That fuck, Mary kill game. That was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like this game, we'll, we're talking about it in weird puzzle form. Um, mm-hmm. I gave it, I gave it my solid grade, and yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's a game, and I'm never gonna play it again. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. I honestly, if I wasn't playing it for the show, I probably would have quit midway through. Oh, for sure. And I'm not the kind of person who quits playing games that I start. So that's actually kind of saying a lot. Oh yeah, I would have. I would have quit probably in chapter two, honestly. And I think I, I did. Like the first time I played show. it, I quit this game in chapter three. I think. Mm. Um, and I put in probably about four or five hours up until chapter three, chapter four, and then just dropped it and was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, um, and you want to know some other shit that happened in this game that, uh, we, we called and we, we hoped would happen that, that did happen. Uh, huh. um, the Eagle never came back. Oh yeah. What oh, you're fuck? right. <laughs> they never explained the fucking Eagle. I think the Eagle might've been pan. I, I thought it might've been pan, but then he was really rude for no reason for it to be pan. Oh, it sounds like pan. So like. This big ass eagle just shows up and then they just never bring it back. Yeah, is the planet. implication that they can all like smell the evil coming from Gabriel's future? Like, I feel like why is everybody able to see into the future in this game? Because everyone's talking mad shit about who Gabriel's going to become. Hmm. I don't know, man. That's very weird. But but we d- you definitely called Alessio. You said I hope he doesn't. They don't explain it. He doesn't come back. And he they certainly did not explain it. He certainly does not come back. Perfect. Yeah, so I so. guess ultimately the the real thing that – the the best way that I can think to frame this closing statement in a, in a utility way for people listening, would you recommend somebody play this? No. Yeah, Isaac, what were your thoughts? Um, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think unfortunately um, – there are far better games you can play for 20 hours, um, and <laughs> yeah. there are far better games that are like this game that you can play for less hours. So like the original mm-hmm. God of War, I'm pretty sure clocks in at like 11 or 12 hours. Uh, that game is immensely more fun and more interesting than this game. Which mm-hmm. is- You know what else you could play? You could go play uh, Devil May Cry uh, 1, 3, and 4. Yep. Not 2. And not DMC. And not DMC. Um, yeah, I mean, there are Five plenty of character good, action games like that you can play. Like Bayonetta 2, if you have a Switch, go fucking play that. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically for this type of, like, I don't know, bro-y, kind of beat-em-up, hyper-aggressive, masculine flavor. It's not for Castlevania. I don't think this whole, like, style fits Castlevania. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think... Uh, Clearly, it fit for the West because the sales figures are there. Yeah, I guess. But I just, I don't know, man. Like this, unfortunately, I those of you who've, who've followed along with us up until episode eighty-five, uh, I'm probably not saying anything you don't already know. Uh, this game is not for me. I think is the best mm-hmm. way to put this. Um, I um, I enjoy it, I, uh, but I enjoy it on paper at a distance as far as how it how it works but i just don't think it's a game that i would ever play again ever mm. 
we 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 discussed this in previous episodes. I think ultimately, um, Dark Souls is a better 3D Castlevania game. Than, oh, Dark Souls than, is the best 3D Castlevania game in my opinion. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I was, if somebody said, "Okay, I'm gonna give you this," and gave me Dark Souls, didn't tell me what it was, and just put me in the game and told me to start playing, and then told me it was a Castlevania game, I'd believe them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, and so if you're looking for Castlevania in a 3D space and somehow you've yet to play Demon Souls, Dark Souls, or Bloodborne, uh, give those a shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sam, have you played Bloodborne? Oh, yeah. Very nice. Do you enjoy it? Because I remember for the longest time you kind of bounced off of Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Um, I think I enjoy Bloodborne more than more than um, Demon Souls and Dark Souls, I think because it's faster. Okay. Um, I don't think like the slowness. I I, I appreciate. It's also the, less defensive. I, I think Bloodborne's very yes. much so like go 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 go. Yeah, it's very much more. It's more aggressive of a game. Um, I I I, I appreciate Dark Souls for like that defensive and like slowness to it because I think that adds to the game. I just don't think I find it very like um, fulfilling. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious, but I, I know, really we've I been really making Bloodborne like... jokes and references like lately, and so I just wasn't sure how much of it you'd played. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I haven't played a lot of it because I'm bad at it. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think I got. I got it on. It. Yeah, I got it on PS Plus a couple months ago, and it's it's good. And nice. I, like, I appreciate just how much faster it is and more aggressive it is. So, yeah, if you're looking for gothic, crazy horror, intricate level design, creepy monsters, and uh, mm-hmm. RPG elements, one hundred thousand times, uh, fucking go play Bloodborne on the PS4. Oh yeah, uh, it's magnificent. Bloodborne, Bloodborne for sure. Like any of the Dark Souls games, you could put in front of me and tell me it was a Castlevania game. Bloodborne for sure. Oh yeah, like if I would believe. Yeah, if you didn't tell me what it was and you sat me down, um, I think I would be like, "Fuck!" I have been sleeping on Castlevania for a while, and they've been doing amazing things. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, Isaac, uh, I think Isaac and I, it seems like are going to be revisiting, uh, or excuse me, visiting for the first time, Symphony of the Night. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll keep you guys posted. I know, yeah. uh, David Lydon, Lydon, Lydon took to Twitter <laughs> to, uh, tell me that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. uh, Alessio's reputation as a gamer is being desecrated due to this, uh, yeah. episode. Yeah, and he posted some good some good images to poke fun at me. So I, I Dave it. David Dave David Lydon 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 is really like on point. Yeah, he's uh about. he's really Lydon 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 lighting my life up. He uh, gives me <laughs> joy. Little that. little candle, little candle in the in the darkness of Twitter. <laughs> you lighten up my life. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It's been good. Uh, Isaac, I'm sorry we put you through this, but ultimately, I did want to say, I've enjoyed the change of pace a little bit. I know with the Metal Gear stuff, uh, it can all kind of, what's the word? When we play so many Metal Gear games back to back to back, it can all kind of like congeal a little bit. Um, But the fact that we played like Metal Gear Rising, and then Peace Walker, and then watched some movies, and then played Castlevania, like I feel like there's been like a nice ebb and flow yeah um, i'm I, sorry I, that I oh sorry don't i don't necessarily agree oh what do you mean because we played castlevania and my heart hurts oh for... <laughs> my heart hurts and requires mending that only big boss can provide i need to find a mana fountain so i can use my blue magic 
correct. Uh, Alessio, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna activate my blue magic and punch you in the fucking face over and over again until my heart feels better. Is that oh, okay? No. Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll, okay, activate, cool. I'll activate my blue magic and we'll just heal each other. No, you have. That's not how that works. Damn it, uh, guys! I had a quick question for you. Uh, I think this is the longest game that we've covered for the show that wasn't Peace Walker, right? Is it? Yeah, I was gonna say Peace Walker is pretty long, but oh, Peace Walker is long as fuck. I think this is the longest game that isn't Peace Walker, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I it would... longer than? I guess it is longer yeah. than like the main. Yeah, because Rising is like eight hours. Silent Hill Two is like eight hours. Every Metal are, Gear is like is... eight hours, ten hours. Metal Gear, the Metal Gear Solid games aren't ten hours, are they? Yeah, they're pretty short, man. Metal Gear One, Two, and huh. Three, I think, are like max twelve hours. This That's is a twenty-hour game, about, huh? you guys. This is a twenty-hour game. And then we play five. Oh fuck! Oh, and then gosh. it's over. Like five is the yeah. rest of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, cool. So along those lines, let let us uh, really quickly get technically. Out. No, survive is probably short if we had played it all the way. Yeah, I played it all the way. And it's, it's, yeah, so that's not as long either. Yeah, because I think I played Survive all the way through in like 14 hours, maybe. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about which, that. Yeah, we did. Uh, refresh my memory. Which one Which one is worse, Castlevania or Survive? Oh, uh, I th- I'm going to be real with you. I think Survive is worse. I know mm-hmm. I said on part two that Castlevania was worse. I think... By the end of Castlevania, I found a little more charm in it than Survive. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, let me give you guys a quick uh, rundown slash update on the trajectory of the show for the rest of the year. So thanks, thankfully, uh, Metal Gear Mondays is going to be taking a break from mid-December until early February, first week of February. However, the recording schedule that we have drawn out while we can stop recording by mid-December and come back first week of February. Uh, Listeners are still going to be receiving content on the general feed until like second week of January, which is crazy. Um, So it's only going to be like two weeks off and then... Yeah, seemingly for everybody else, it's going to feel like two weeks off only. For us, it's going to be just amazing. Like like over a month, which is great. For y'all, it won't be too long. Yeah, so, but uh, what we're going to be covering, so now that we've wrapped Castlevania, um, we are going to be covering the movies that we did not finish before Spooky Month, so that is Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., From Russia with Love, and then Listener Responses uh, for movies in Castlevania. Um, and then after that, um, I believe it would be episode 90. Uh, we will be starting uh, episode, so we'll do two extra ops after that, and then episode 90 is going to be a uh, fun last minute audible before the holidays that you guys will get to listen to as sort of your holiday treat. Um, it will be us covering uh, some parody games. So we're going to be covering uh, Mary Gear Solid, and we're going to be covering Never Stop Sneaking, uh, Mary Gear Solid 2 as well. Um, and we might, uh, James is telling me that he might want to talk about Sneaking. The Burger King stealth game. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness! Because uh, apparently he played a bunch of it. I actually have that game. Oh shit, Isaac, you gotta I play it. Be, I've played it too. Oh, nice. We'll talk. About I've it. played Sneak King. We have oh, to cover hilarious. Sneak King. Yeah. So we'll talk about parody Metal Gear games as sort of our Christmas special, even though it probably will end up coming out either a little bit after Christmas or a little bit after New Year's. Um, maybe. 
Uh, but yeah, either way, um, the, the expect that. Um, and if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays, Metal Gear Solid Podcast.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all Metal Gear Monday stuff. Uh, on Twitter, it's Metal Gear Monday, uh, bit.ly slash MGM store for merch, which is sick. Tell your friends, iTunes reviews, all that jazz. Um, for those of you wondering, when we return and the show comes back, in February, uh, we will be starting our Metal Gear Solid 1 remaster. Um, what that means is that episodes 1 through 4 of the show will be getting an update, um, and we will be sort of creating a little time capsule for those original episodes within those remasters. Um, and it means that episodes 91 through 95 are going to be uh, kind of duplicates of those first four episodes, if that makes any sense. Uh, we'll be re- releasing them at the top of the feed and updating the files at the bottom of the feed. If you want those original four episodes, though, if you support us on Patreon um, at a tier of uh, $2 plus, we'll make those available for you guys. Um, again, we said it at the top of the episode, uh, if you support us at $10 plus, look forward to a special announcement, and we might ask you for some questions. Uh, but keep it to yourself. Keep it hush. Isaac, Sam, where can people find you guys online? You can find me on Twitter, at Sandal, that's S-A-N-J-U-U-L, I tweet stuff there sometimes. I've been a little lax on that recently. Um, also, I don't know if I, if I want to talk about this or not. But I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. I'm, like, I'm writing a thing, a very short story, like 2,500 words or so. Nice. Um, uh, I'm not publishing it, or, like, publishing it, like, with a publisher or anything like that, I'm just kind of doing it, but it's called, um, And When I Fell in Love... A little short story about my life. When you fell um, in love, the times that I've fallen in love and how that has shaken out for me. And um, spoiler: Sam has sixteen partners that he's married to. I have seven <laughs> evil exes, and um, no, I'm and I have no. to fight them. Yeah, Alessio has to fight them to win my love. Um, no, so it's it's about it's essentially it's about like I so. Let's get real for a second. I've been in love in my life three times. Um, and I'm writing about how I felt in those moments and how they affected me in different ways. And when I'm um, done with it... Those three are gonna... James, Isaac, and Alessia. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> and and uh, when I'm finished with them, I'm going to probably just post it up. And um, if you want to read it, that'd be cool. And I'll let you guys know when I post it. That's so awesome. Thank you, Sam. Follow Sandal on Twitter for that news if you don't want to wait for the podcast. To I appreciate know. Nice. you making yourself That's vulnerable awesome. like that for the listeners. Hey. Yeah. Isaac, what are you doing to express your heart to the listeners? Um, I'm, I'm going to be writing a song. Oh. Ooh. Put a code, IsaacLim.com. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac should just you end every see. podcast with I'm, I'm writing a song and then just linking to that website. <laughs> this guy's um, gonna get like a weird this other Isaac Lim is gonna get a weird contingent of fans he doesn't know where they came from oh my god they're like oh when are you gonna put out a song about fumbling in the dark it's like I oh uh, now I, I could. guess and it's a Christian Maybe. it's like fumbling in the dark with Jesus <laughs> oh. Jesus Jesus <laughs> oh my god um no I I'm I've I'm not really doing anything. Sorry. Yikes. Isaac hates you all. <laughs> uh, wow. But you can find me on Twitter. Uh, um, doesn't have a twit. 
when are you going to tweet again, Isaac? <laughs> I think I might have lost my password. Oh my god! There's a button that's called "Forget Forgot Password." You can click on it. Oh, you know what we should do? We should totally do a raffle to where, like, once a month, one of the ten dollar patrons gets uh, access to Ooh, Isaac's Twitter account. Oh, to dictate a tweet, and then we no, we just give them the login credentials for like a day, oh. <laughs> and, then, and, and then we just change the password on them. What if they and change the password on to, us? Well, we have the recovery email. They, true, they can change right. that too, though. I guess I don't. They know. can change that as well. I'm just brainstorming live on the air. You guys can find me on Twitter at AC Summerfield. You can go to acsummerfield.com. I started doing a really cool retrospective blog post review of every film that I've ever directed um, yeah. and music video that I've ever directed. I got about five through, and then I got very busy. Um, but I'm planning on starting that back up again soon because um, I've got plenty of shit to get through. And once I cover all of the scripted fictional films that I've written and directed I will more than likely start covering um, commercial projects that I've worked on and maybe start doing retrospectives on films that I am working on as a producer in a support role. Um, and I might be helping people in the community in St. Louis produce more films as a support role um, after we wrap with my latest project, which was formerly known as Hate and is now being called Are You All Right? And uh, you can learn more about that at forevernational.com. We aren't crowdfunding anymore, so I appreciate all the people who turned out with a lot of support, but we were able to raise the funds that we needed through exterior sources. It's been can pretty I cool. Take the, can I take the link out of the Instagram profile then? Oh, yeah. Please do. That's oh, awesome okay. that you put it in there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was uh, even the one that you could click. Oh. Well, I was yeah. being real supportive. Yeah, I got to update mine as well. Anywho's it. Uh yeah that's it that's been the show. Um, Speak, did we did we talk about Instagram and the shop? Yeah I think so. I went through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can go to Instagram. Okay. Metal Gear Mondays on IG is the MGM on IG is the hashtag, but it's yeah, Instagram.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Yeah, and Sam does a great job, and I'm gonna watch that as soon as I get off of here as I'm falling asleep. Yes, please. Yes, please do. Yep. The like I said, I post I post the clip from the week previous episode um, uh, every Monday, so you'll get the clip from so the the one that went up uh, on Monday the twelfth um, was the clip from the listener response episode for Spooky Month, um, and it's very good. <laughs> very nice. So check check it out. Um. Um, what? Box. <laughs> <laughs> so vampires, right, when they go to bed, they they go into to, to coffins. Uh-huh. But what coffins are essentially, they're, sha- they're people-shaped things. But what are they, what are they, though? Um, I think we... Like, it's a container you can put a person in. Um, right? Does that have something to do with two fifteen twenty four? What? The second, the fifteenth, and the twenty fourth letter of the alphabet. Does it have something to do with that? Mm. Yes. Um, I okay. complete the so, sentence. Famous Nirvana song. Heart shaped. Blank. Is it just a two fifteen twenty four? Yeah, it's just a two fifteen twenty four. You get you nailed it. That was great. I appreciate that. Uh, for you humans out there that spells box that's (laughs) B-O-X 
It's just a box. We are fucking running low on these. I don't know what to do anymore. If you have ideas for how to close the show, please send us a tweet at Metal Gear Monday. All right, bye. Just a box. Wait, wait, wait. I got got one. (laughs) All right. Roll it back. Roll it back. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. I farted. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm not including that. What? You nasty boy. (laughs) Maybe it'll be be after. All right, I'm cutting my recording.